Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. And seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives the minds and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God, and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Tonight, glad to be back with you. Uh, tonight is September 29th, Wednesday. Man, the week is halfway gone. It's going to be my pe- special pleasure and honor to have Pastor John Gogan on tonight from Agape Bible Fellowship. And uh, we're going to have a uh, great time in the Lord. We're going to be talking about a number of topics, including spirits of fear, rejection, unbelief. And then we're going to be opening up the line. So if you would like to uh, talk to Pastor John, tonight the call-in number is 917-889-2745. We're going to open up the lines. If you need uh, prayer, if you need deliverance, you need healing, you'd like to share a testimony, uh, we'll be glad to take your call, pray with you. Again, 917-889-2745.
All right, without further ado, let's bring on Pastor John. Pastor John, are you there with me? Brother, I am uh, back once again, and uh, as I'm fond of saying, you know, it's not about me, it's about the Lord, And uh, but it's a pleasure and a real privilege to uh, be with you once again um, on, this, on this podcast, and uh, also it's a pleasure for you know, me to hear from some people who are listening and uh, gleaning from the teachings. Uh, you know, brother, as I've said many times at our, at our, at our workshops, spiritual warfare and deliverance workshops, you know, I don't know everything. Um, in fact, uh, probably when it comes right down to it, I don't know a whole lot. And, um, you know, if you kind of picture from the floor to the ceiling, I maybe know an inch from the bottom of the floor. And, you know, the Holy Spirit and the Word of God is revealing more and more and more in terms of how to fight the enemy, in terms of how to, how to battle uh, in the heavenlies, on the earth, under the earth and within people, and uh, all I know is I'm just uh, one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread, and we just want to share what we do know and uh, just praise the Lord for the opportunity to do this. And uh, and, and and brother, thank you for uh, you know all your great efforts and your hard work and uh, all the resources that you put into making this possible. And I really appreciate you, brother. Well, you know, it's been a ride, Pastor John. I think uh, I've lost track. We've done 85 or 90 shows in about 90 days. So we've been busy. And uh, I'll tell you, it's been a ride. I've been having a lot of uh, fun. Would you believe I could say that about ministry? <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm praising God that um, we've seen a lot of fruit. We've seen um, five witches come to Jesus Christ, get deliverance. Uh, people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, God do healing. Um you know, it's all about God and His Son, Jesus Christ, because if they didn't show up, then there would be nothing. Amen. So uh, we give them all the honor and the glory and the praise. But uh, I will tell you, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a joy to uh, come on and uh, do the programs. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to be able to make some new friends, John, that uh, I would not have had access to before. And, uh, you know, it's like going to church when we get together and do these programs. You know, it reminds me of uh, some, some memories of better days. And... Um, so it's an honor to have you on tonight. Uh, hey, where I'd like to start is, uh, for those that maybe are not familiar with Agape Bible, uh, give us a little bit of background on your ministry and how they can um, get in contact with you. Uh, yeah, and again, thanks for uh, uh, you know mentioning it. We, we've been here for, while well, I'm in my 21st year, uh, here in East Aurora, New York. Uh, East Aurora is two words. It's the world uh, headquarters for Fisher Price Toys. If anybody's ever heard of oh, yeah. Fisher Price before, and uh, they've been here a whole lot longer uh, than I. But you know, it's it's um, it's uh, God had me come up here with the Southern Baptists. I'm a licensed and ordained Southern Baptist minister, and uh, I came back up here uh, came up here rather in '89, back in '89, and uh, about a year and a half later. Uh, you know, I was crying out in my prayer closet literally for a uh, couple hours, just uh, crying out to God, saying, you know, there must be more truth. There's got to be something I'm missing, because I have, I know, I know some, you know, pretty good amount of truth, but it doesn't seem like it's really breaking some of these strongholds in my own life, let alone uh, in the lives of others. And I remember one of my profs, Dr. Hendricks at Dallas Seminary, said. You know, a, a, a fog in the pulpit is a, cro- is a cloud in the pew. 
And uh, if I'm in a fog, you know, the, the, the sheep have got to be in a cloud. <laughs> and um, so I, uh, that's when I cried out. And about two weeks later, brother, uh, I got a copy through a fellow Southern Baptist pastor who ministered especially to drug addicts and alcoholics. And uh, boy, there's a you know there's a there's a boatload of demons in those areas. And uh, he gave me the, an original copy. It was a black cover. The first book of Pastor Wins was uh, black with a red uh, face. Um, I'm blessed enough uh, to have a uh, an original copy. You're making me salivate right now. Yeah, you know, and, you know and, I'm a collector. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I got to keep you away from my library. And. Uh, but, brother, I'm telling you, I got a copy. I started going through it, and uh, you know, and then it, God just gave me a voracious hunger. And I want to remind those, you know, who are listening, sink your teeth into uh, deliverance truth for a period of time, and just ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, show me and reveal to me, and uh, grant me understanding and uh, revelation regarding. This uh, this missing what I term this missing one third of Jesus ministry, and um, and that's what I did. And of course, the Southern Baptists found out about it. They didn't really have a problem, too much of a problem at that time with the healing. But in terms of the demons being in you know indwelling Christians, that's where they uh, really had a problem. And uh, they they actually had a, a formal meeting. The the church that was uh, you know I was under uh, the pastor and the missions committee. Because I was, you know, sent up with the with the mission board of the Southern Baptist Convention, and uh, they were paying my uh, small salary. And uh, that morning, uh, I'll never forget. It was a Saturday morning, eleven o'clock. I was ordered to come to the church and explain my position. Uh, I don't think they were really interested in my explanation. Uh, the pastor ordered me to get on my knees and get saved and get cast some demons out of me. And uh, <laughs> I'm serious. And uh, I told him I already was saved, and and uh, you know, but by that time I had had nine years of uh, you know Bible college and seminary training, so I, I thought I was saved. I knew I was saved, and um, but what was interesting is I'll never forget at two thirty in the morning there was a hooded figure in my bedroom trying to uh, trying to uh, kill my wife. Wow! And she gave this you know if you ever if if you ever heard someone scream you know the the term blood curdling scream. Uh, brother, that was it. Woke me up out of a sound sleep. The interesting thing is, it, it, you know, I couldn't, I didn't see it, but it was, uh, you know, it wasn't coming after me. It was coming after her, you know, to get to me and to scare us. And uh, it woke me up. I'll never forget. Two thirty-five Saturday morning, eleven o'clock in the morning. I was to go to this thing, and you know, I'd already been prior to that, uh, you know, paralyzed in bed uh, by by the demons in Texas. And, uh, you know, I'm convinced that they, they know what's going on the spur around. They see the angels running around. They see, uh, you know, things that we can't see in the physical. And then they, 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 they're kind of suspicious of what God's up to. So they can, kind of, they can kind of scare you out of it at the beginning. That's exactly what they'll do. And that's why, you know, really dealing with spirits of fear, which is what we're going to talk about tonight, is so absolutely essential in the Christian life uh, because there's so much we do by uh, being run by fear. And uh, God doesn't want us to run by fear. So, uh, as I said, it was a uh, very trying uh, area. I told him I can't recant. Uh, I met Pastor Worley by then, and uh, you know I was getting deliverance, and I knew that the the enemy was real. And you know, so basically, you're going to have to kick me out of the out of the association. And that's exactly what they did. 
I call it the left boot of disfellowship. <laughs> they do that. They like the to right do that a lot, don't they? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's the opposite of the right hand of fellowship. This is the left boot of disfellowship. So I definitely got the boot, brother. And uh, so uh, the, the interesting thing is, on the other hand, you know, God was giving me to, a pair of boots to put on to uh, fight the enemy. Yes. As they were kicking me out. And, uh, you know, I think they saw the error of their ways. Of course, a lot of Baptist pride in them couldn't admit it. And uh, and we're still here. And some of the pastors that were here at that time, you know, left the area many, many years ago. But I'm still here. And Agape Bible Church is... Um, you know, I kind of self. Kind of, we're an independent church, uh, sister related to, um, you know, Hegewish Pastor Worley's uh, church, uh, now Pastor Mike Thier's church in uh, in Indiana, and uh, Pastor James Mobley in Chicago, and uh, uh, you know, also our sister church in California with uh, um, with Pastor Monty Mulkey. So, and some some small home groups, but for the for the uh, for the all practical purposes, we're an independent church. And I call myself a Baptocostal because I, you know, I have a Baptist, solid Baptist foundation, but obviously had a had a, um, you know, use a jackhammer to, to to kind of jackhammer off some of the things that, that weren't biblical, and uh, I'm a part Pentecostal because I believe in all the genuine spiritual gifts. Amen. We also have a Agape Bible book room, and of course, uh, anybody can uh, fire away going to our website agapebible.org. It's a very simple website. Uh, and uh you know you can uh, several people uh already over these months I've been on uh, Watchman Radio and Omega Man Radio have uh, asked me questions and uh, have um been kind enough to um trust me with answers I really appreciate that and I do the best I can and I get try to get back to them as quick as possible uh others want materials and books and that's where Agape Bible Bookroom comes in because we carry all of Pastor Worley's booklets and materials that are available. Uh, Praise God. And, and uh, you know, his DVDs, CDs, as well as uh, a lot of the other authors. So it's a real privilege to uh, to kind of just, you know, help. We're kind of, you know, brother, we're kind of Navy, Navy SEALs. You know, this is not the yes. regular infantry. And we're just fighting on a level that most churches just don't want to fight, brother. Well, you know, it's exciting to hear that uh, you're carrying the torch because... You know, if I were to go into most of the mainstream bookstores, and there's usually you know one in every uh, major shopping mall plaza, you go in and try to get something on spiritual warfare, uh, you're not going to find a lot. Or if you do, in my opinion, you're going to get some tainted material um, from some of the authors that are part of this you know third wave in the Kundalini rising. And so, uh, you know, this is the most important extra biblical material we need. And when I said extra biblical, I mean naturally we all know we need to be in the Word of God daily. But uh, the Bible is um, just one example after the next of what Jesus Christ called the believers to do, and that's uh, take authority over the devil, cast out demons. And so uh, you've got to learn, folks. Where are you going to learn how to do it? Um, there was not enough ink in the ocean to write all the things that Jesus Christ did. It's very clear there. It also lays the groundwork that he's given us the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing. He's given us the authority to cast out demons. He says that's the first sign that will fall to them that believe. But then how do you actually appropriate that, Pastor John, when most of the churches that you go to, they'll never even speak anything about it. Now, you mentioned the um, example of what happened to you. Now, if you had um, been probably part of the Pentecostal church that I was raised in, well, if you had told the pastor 
what you just told me, he would have said, you know, brother, uh, you must not be saved because a Christian can't have a demon, which is uh, as far from the truth as the East is from the West. I mean, that's who gets deliverance is Christians. And if you had went to another church, they would have said, John, I think that um, you need to set up an appointment to talk to a, a psychologist, a shrink. And, uh, you know, the Catholics would have said, well, let's, you know, we'll make an appointment with one of our exorcists. You know, they're the only ones that are permitted to do this type of thing. And so uh, it's, a, it's a shame, but what I'm saying is true. The thing that we need the most is uh, deliverance. And uh, there are so few ministries out there that uh, you can get in contact with that know anything about the subject. And so uh, I'm praising God for Agape Church and the book room you have there. You know, a question that I get asked a lot, John, is, you know, so I, yes, I believe in deliverance. Uh, I want to get deliverance for myself. I want to learn what I can. Um, what books do you recommend I get started with? What would you say to someone that comes in and says, what do you recommend? You've got a large catalog of deliverance material. Where do I start? Yeah, again, practical question. I, 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 I posed the same question to uh, Pastor Worley uh, back when I first uh, was introduced to him. And uh, all I can tell you is he told me, son, there are four basic booklets that I would recommend for all beginners, all, you know, kind of come with Deliverance 101, Spiritual Warfare 101. And, of course, uh, it's uh, they're his booklets, uh, Warfare Prayers, uh, Binding and Loosing, Breaking Curses, and Soul Ties, or, or Binding and Loosing, Curses, and Soul Ties, Sins of the Fathers is the third one, and Fragmented Soul. Uh, the second one kind of has, uh, you know, three different subject areas. So uh, those are the four booklets, and of course the uh, the book uh, "Battling the Host of Hell," which is Pastor Worley's first book, and uh, I believe there are about five or six others that are available. A total of ten, uh, but you know, some of them are out of print and being being uh, revised in their you know next editions. And uh, but for the time being, those are the four basic booklets. And of course, I always include in there. Learning about uh, curses, uh, Christians always want the blessings. Uh, you know, a, fa- uh, a cliche we use is God bless you, God bless everything, and so forth. And, uh, you know, we've got to be careful about that because when someone says God bless you and they're not, they're not uh, worshiping or serving the God of the Bible, uh, well, there is a God of this world and there are uh, other gods, you know, who the demons basically are... are uh, you know, camouflaging because it's really them, and I'm sorry, but I don't want those blessings from those gods. So if I don't know a person and someone's just uh, in new to me and saying God bless you, just under yes. my breath, I'll, I'll smile, but under my breath, I'll just break, you know, cancel that in Jesus' name because I, you know, I want the God of Israel blessing me. Amen. I want the God and Father of my Lord Jesus Christ blessing me. I want the Lord Jesus blessing. Yes. Me. And uh, we have to be careful of that. So uh, blessings and curses you can choose is by Derek Prince, of course. We carry that as well, and uh, I forgot to mention the church office number. It's 716 area code, 655-5008, 655-5008. You know, brother, there are a lot of people out there that are not you know, as computer literate as, as possible as they could be, and, uh, you know, they just, or they don't have a computer, and that's why uh, sometimes just the uh, telephone is, is, uh, is a fine uh, method of communication, and, and I don't mind receiving calls and uh, and so forth. But, uh, brother, I just I had a, a guy who listened to me, uh, I believe it was uh, in the, in one of these broadcasts of yours. It may have been our, an archived one, 
that he downloaded, and uh, he was asking from Alaska, the four basic booklets. So I sent them out uh, along with Pigs in the Parlor. And uh, so, you know, again, it's so important to lay that foundation of understanding because I'm telling you, if you go off half-cocked and you don't cross your T's and dot your I's and you, and you just start binding demons and, 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 and uh, trying, to, trying to, you know, think that you're the, you know, uh, uh, kind of a superhero, in a spiritual superhero, uh, be careful because, um, you know, what, you're playing with fire and, you know, or dynamite. You, you know, you gotta, dynamite's great, but you've got to know how to handle it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Otherwise, you plastic. can blow yourself up and blow everybody else up. Amen. I agree with you. You know, you uh, actually reminded me of something when you, uh, you were talking about, um, you know, people just say, you know, I want to, you know, God bless you. You know, of course, their God may, may actually be a, uh, a sun devil named uh, Allah. So everybody that uses the name God is not talking about uh, our God, the God creator of the universe, you know, Yash, uh, Yahweh, you know, the, the father of Jesus Christ. But uh, my point is, is there's also, you know, just a lot of things that have entered into the American vocabulary. You know, here recently I've been, uh, re- I'll read an article that says, you know, this guy is in good spirits. Have you heard that expression? Yeah, exactly, yes. He's in good spirits or... You know, take everything with a grain of salt. Now, I'm thinking about grain of salt. We've heard that expression a lot. Uh, is that actually a, uh, does that have something to do with black magic and witchcraft? I'm wondering. Well, you know? Yeah, well, again, we, uh, there's one, uh, there's one you know, great good book. Luck. The, yeah, there's a great book in the book room by Dr. Kathy Burns that we carry. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's like a, two inches thick almost because it's a reference book. And uh, it's got over, over like, I think, 600 uh, uh, occult symbols and their explanations. And brother, you raise a good point because uh, so much of uh, what uh, is just commonly done. Uh, scripture says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge." And what what is commonly done uh, with uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt, uh, you know, is uh, directly tied into witchcraft and uh, and superstition. And of course, uh, you can be bound by superstitious spirits shackled, if you will, by superstitious spirits, and again, you've got to know uh, and be aware of some of these things. By the way, Allah is not a sun god. He's the moon god. Okay. He's he the moon worshiped. god. That's why, that's why their, their flag is the crescent moon. Ah, there we go. Okay. Makes sense. Um, and uh, he was worshipped a, a long time before the 6th century when Muhammad found out about him. He was worshipped uh, uh, as a, uh, you know by the Bedouins in the desert regions. And uh, Muhammad wanted to, um, you know, basically become like uh, Christianity and Judaism, monotheistic religions. So he invented uh, this, cleaned out the the the, uh, the Kaaba uh, in Mecca, I believe. I believe it was Mecca, and uh, got rid of the hundreds of, of demons that they already worshipped, and just kept one demon. And that that demon's name is Allah. And by the way, he's been cast out of a number of Christians in Indonesia. And uh, I was talking with an Indonesian missionary couple over there, and uh, he's a very he's a very mean, very wicked, very hateful spirit. Wow, absolutely. Uh, I had heard a story. I need to go back and um, yeah. get the book. But basically, they were, they were talking about the true history of uh, Islam, and uh, it was saying that uh, Muhammad was actually a Christian. And he was wrestling with demon spirits, and he knew he was demonized, and it was his wife who actually talked him into embracing it, and, that was, and she turned it around. Did you ever hear any story uh, relating to that? 
Um, I didn't hear that. Um, I would heavily doubt that. He lived on a, on a, on a kind of like a, a main highway, if you will, where a lot of the camel caravans uh, traveled uh, north and south. Again, the Middle East is really, Israel's right in the middle. If you put out, you know, the entire world on a flat map, uh, Israel is in the middle. It's the very center. It's the very, it has the very center of God's attention, by the way. What goes, uh, you know, if you want to know God's calendar, just look at the Jews and look at uh, what's going on within the nation of Israel. And uh, so he, he picked up a lot of uh, traditions, a lot of, uh, you know, things that were being uh, kind of fish stories, you know, where it's really a five-pound fish that turns into a hundred-pound fish. And, uh, you, know, you know, and you can see this in the Quran and some of the, and the Hadith, which is, uh, you know, their other uh, holy book, uh, and it's about 12 volumes, by the way, Bukhari's uh, Hadith. And... Um, they, you know, you can you can uh, see these traditions that he picked up. His mother, by the way, was was into witchcraft. She was into the occult, and of course, uh, occultism, as you know, brother, follows down family lines generationally. Sins yes. of the fathers, sins of the mothers, because fathers is generic. So uh, he picked up these spirits, and of course, uh, he was a ripe tool for the devil because he wanted to begin something, uh, kind of spirit of self-importance there, and uh, and he. Uh, you know, uh, as I said, uh, through uh, the sword, uh, which is why, uh, though uh, is, is Islam or it means sub- submission, uh, the question you need, to, you need to follow up with is what happens when you don't submit to Allah <laughs> and uh, the caliphate? You get your head cut off. By the way, isn't it interesting in Revelation uh, that John... Uh, is, is you know is in the third heaven looking at around the very in the, in the very throne room of the universe yes. uh, where the Father and the Son uh, sit in power and authority, and he says, and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded, and those of course are, are uh, tribulation saints who are uh, martyred by the Antichrist, the Anti Messiah, and isn't it and his false prophet? Isn't it interesting? That he sees souls who have been beheaded. Beheading is a is a is a major Islamic practice. That's right. That's their modus operandi. Um, yep. That's With what the they do. So, uh, in any event, uh, as I said, I, I didn't hear that he was a Christian. I, I kind of doubt that. Uh, Maybe I had that one wrong, but I had heard that he clearly knew he had demons. Um, oh yeah, I, I would have no doubt about that because the descriptions when he got some of his revelations is he fell on the ground on his back, his eyes rolled back into his head, and he you know convulsed and and you know uh, the descriptions pretty pretty uh, uh, self evident that he uh, these were demons that were either talking out of him or at least communicating with him. He would wake up out of this uh, state so to speak and would uh, write down what they told him. So. Uh, he was basically a medium. He was basically a tool of of, of the enemy, and you can see the uh, in the writings. You know when when uh, you know the Islamic Jesus, by the way, who never died on the cross. Uh, Judas took his place because uh, Allah, in their mind, would not allow such a holy prophet to die. So there goes the atonement. There goes the sacrifice for all of our sins. Hello, you've just killed Christianity, and uh, the. Uh, Jesus that comes back, Yesa is the way they pronounce it, uh, the first thing he does when he comes back, by the way, brother, is he, he sees a Jew behind a tree, he, he goes and kills him. Uh, That's people, right. The Bible is totally contradictory of that, because the Bible says 
that Jesus is literally coming back at the Battle of Armageddon to literally save the necks of the Jews from annihilation. Because he loves the Jews. He himself, uh, on the human uh, side, was a Jew. So, please, uh, that's... You know, Amen. it's the law of non. It's the law of non-contradiction. A cannot e- A cannot equal non A. Either one is wrong, uh, or both are wrong. Well, you never know where uh, this show might go. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, yeah, the Jewish roots. Jesus was a Jew. All the disciples, were, you know, were Jews. And uh, Amen. And I'll tell you something else. This is something I'm going to tell people that uh, they've probably never even heard of before. Uh, this may be the first time you've heard of Pastor John, but. I was involved in a project a few years ago. I underwrote uh, to the tune of about five grand um, some research to recover some of the original manuscripts of the New Testament that were actually penned in Hebrew. Now you say, wait a minute, uh, we've always been told in Bible school that it was written in the original Greek. Well, I came across this uh, Jewish brother. He's the uh, the son of a rabbi going back 40 generations. And he was actually trained uh, training to become a rabbi over in Jerusalem. He worked on the Dead Sea Scrolls Reader Project, uh, fluent in you know Aramaic, uh, Hebrew, Greek, in all the, the languages. And um, in his class one day, they're you know going over the, you know some of the rules and you know laws that they have to abide by. And he says, "Well, where is that in in the Word of God?" You know, where is it in the Torah or the prophets? And he challenged this professor, and the guy said, well, it's not there. But it's in our Talmud, you know, the uh, the laws and traditions of the Jewish sages. And he said, well, wait a minute. If it's not in the uh, the Torah, the first five books of Moses, I'm not going to do, to do it. It's not the word of God. And, you know, he, he had a standoff with his rabbi, and uh, a lot of people don't realize that most of the modern-day Jews... Um, they they go off of the, the Talmud, you know, man-made writings and traditions. You know, Jesus was um, confronting some of these same Pharisees back uh, in his day, and they were questioning him why he wasn't keeping some of the laws. And, you know, the laws that they were referring to, you know, the ritual hand-washing, uh, it, it's not in the Word of God. You can go and look for it. Uh, yet they keep it even today <clears throat> if, they're, if they're Orthodox, and uh, it's not in the Torah, anywhere to be found in the Bible. So he said, you know, if it's not there, I'm not going to keep it. Well, there's... There's a sect called the Karaites, which you know believe in the literal interpretation of the Word of God, and that's what they will keep. They will not keep these man-made traditions of the Talmud. Well, make a long story longer. Uh, he's engaged on a project. He ends up in the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, and he goes in there and asks one of the uh, the librarians a question. And he says, you know, I've been asked to do research for a Gentile believer, and uh, they've asked me about a, a scripture verse over in the book of Matthew. And uh, the librarian says, "Oh, well, go go pull this uh, uh, book out." He says, "We've got this. Uh, we've got the Hebrew Matthew uh, that came from a guy named Shem Tov." And he says, "What?" So he goes into the Hebrew University in Israel, and lo and behold, over in Israel, you know, in a library that's got nothing but uh, books in Hebrew, they find a copy of the the book of Matthew written in Hebrew. Well, on starts this search, and next thing you know, he's contacting universities around the world, places like Russia, uh, Eastern Europe, and he finds bits and fragments of the, the Shem Tov's Hebrew Matthew, written apparently back in the 13th century, uh, the, the copy that he had access to. Well, he continues to do research, and lo and behold, um, he's continued to find other manuscripts uh, written in Hebrew 
of most of the books of the New Testament. And uh, so some research is underway, and I've got to link back up and see where he's at, but we had uh, funded him to go back and get the complete Hebrew Bible. And what he found out is he's got most all the, the microfilms from around the world and put it back together. It's identical to the King James Bible. That's the good news. <laughs> I'm not here to plant any doubt. What we have, folks, in the King James is the original scriptures, no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, it, it sheds some light on a, really our Hebrew roots that... Uh, it could turn out, brother, that um, most of the word was penned in Hebrew and then was later translated into Greek. Now, the jury's still out on that. Now, how did I get off on the subject? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, yeah, and of course, I, I, yeah, I'm, we're, I'm, at least for myself, having studied textual criticism um, and, uh, and New Testament Greek for five years, um, the, uh, the, the book of Matthew was written, I, I was aware that the book, Matthew, that the, probably the first uh, autograph was written in Hebrew, and uh, and then later the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, inspired it uh, in Koine Greek, so others could read it. Because Matthew was written primarily to the Jews. Mark oh, yeah. was written to the to the uh, to the Gentiles, to Luke to the Romans. Uh, so, uh, in any event, I'm just uh, saying that yeah, we were uh, any good Bible student. Uh, knows that uh, Matthew probably was written. Uh, not aware that there were, uh, you know, extant copies of any manuscripts uh, from uh, from the rest. But that would make sense. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I would say probably that the earlier ones are probably uh, Koine Greek. But uh, again, you know, uh, with Paul's uh, heart and with the other disciples' hearts, of, you know, being Jewish, uh, many of them, most of them, uh, you know, they wanted to reach their people. So. Uh, you know, praise the Lord. It was just kind of, you know, an interesting story. That, that I said, well, you know, if this is true, I mean, it, beautiful. I said, put it all together, uh, come back up with a, you know, the Hebrew version. And the bottom line is it matched, okay, word for word. So I think there was one word, there was just a, a different meaning. But, I mean, hey, uh, that's awesome. I mean, we've got the, the true word of God. I'm not trying to uh, say, you know, say anything different. Amen. But, and, and, that's, and that's why you can trust it when you yes. read it. And that's why... Um, you can, as you as you um, study it and learn it, and most importantly apply it, uh, you can be you can rest assured that the truth is on our side. We're not believing in a fairy tale. Amen. Uh, you know, as, as John says in First John, uh, first chapter, that you know uh, what we saw, what we handled, what we what we touched. Uh, you know, this is what we're we're declaring the truth that we're declaring uh, to you. Uh, and uh, so, praise the Lord. But remember Mark 16. Uh, by the way, people, you, you, you would ask the question regarding uh, what is recommended for people new in deliverance. Yes. Uh, the Bible, Mark 16. Uh, Mark 1 through 16. Almost every chapter, Jesus and his disciples and or his disciples are tackling in, in, uh, demons. You know, they're, they're dealing with, with the enemy. Almost every other chapter. And I like Mark because it's a quick, fast-moving uh, you know, John Mark wrote it, and uh, he was a disciple of Peter, I believe. And uh, he was a Gentile. He was not a Jew. And uh, uh, this is not John. This is John Mark. Uh, he's the one who was a young man who, uh, when you read uh, the Gospels, after Jesus was arrested, he was the one who uh, ran uh, with a uh, just a sheet on, and somehow the sheet uh, was stepped on, and he, <laughs> he was probably naked, running away from the authority, Roman authorities, figuring that he was going to be, uh, you know, arrested. But uh, he wrote Mark, 
and uh, I love I love Mark. But what's amazing is, you know, as you look at chapter 16, the very the final chapter, you know, it, it, the text talks about people, you know, who saw Jesus risen from the dead, yes, and yet they didn't believe. They they did not believe, and Jesus rebuked them. He chided them for it. And then he goes into, you know, salvation, uh, healing, and deliverance, those classic texts. But look at, look at, the, look at the Gospel of Mark in, in, in Mark 16, and it's amazing that, I mean, how can you see Jesus, who was crucified, who died, resurrected from the dead by the Father, and it says, um, verse you know, 14, afterward he appeared to the eleven disciples themselves as they were, you know, reclining at table, you know, they were, they were eating, and he reproached them for their what? Their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen. So, you know, how? How is that? And, you know, that's one of the areas we wanted to talk about tonight, about unbelief. How is it that unbelief is so strong within us? And, brother, it's as simple as just a nest of unbelief spirits that have come in through curses of atheism and agnosticism. And, uh, you know, one of your, our family members said, you know, I'm not going to believe in God, World War II, no God exists if that's what happens to the Jewish people or, or that's what happens to the Polish people. There is no God. Uh, this evil, uh, if God was all good, why would he allow it? And, and they just decided, well, they're not going to believe in God. And, uh, so, and so they brought a curse of atheism and agnosticism down on themselves. And, brother, we talked about blessings and curses before. These curses have got to be broken in Jesus' name. And then those spirits that have come in down the family lines that fight faith, that fight uh, believing, you know, the Word of God and, and, its, uh, and its truth, they have to be cast out. Amen? Amen. Uh, well, with that, let's just launch in. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, some of the common spirits that are attacking uh, many people today, Pastor John. Uh, the spirits of fear, you know, rejection, doubt, unbelief. Uh, you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, it's amazing. You know, again, I think I said this in the last broadcast. When you read the Bible, pay attention to the uh, groups of sins that are listed together. Because, as I just referenced in Mark 16, we have run into demons called hardness of heart. Oh, wow. We have run into demons, unbelief, no faith. Spirits of atheism, not just the curses of atheism and agnosticism, but spirits of atheism and agnosticism. Spirits of doubt, skepticism, cynical. You, you know, brother, have you ever met people who, you know, no matter what you tell them, they're just cynical. Uh, yes. You know, they yeah, they got to check it out for themselves. And they really don't believe. And they, you know, there's always a question mark. Uh, that's a cynical spirit. Uh, you know, I mean a literal cynical spirit, a literal demon that's come down the family lines, or maybe they invited it in because of their cynicism. And about, Jesus encountered this 2,000 years ago, so there's, yes. there's nothing new. These demons didn't leave just because Jesus left the planet. They're still here. They've just been coming in and out of people as people when people die, and, and we still, we, they're still to be battled. How about spirits of, like, sarcasm or, you know, bitterness or... Um... You know, just negativism. You know, if you talk to someone and they're they're always, you know, just making sarcastic remarks, 
is that the actual person, or could that be a demonic spirit that's manifesting and using their yeah. uh, their voice box? Well, you know, I I don't know if uh, if you've heard me say this before, but some of us have never, never still haven't even met ourselves. Oh my goodness! Wow. Because it's uh, it's just one spirit after another. Because we're so loaded to the gills. Yeah, have mercy. It's one That's spirit true. after another, just coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. And what what they're the way they con us is they uh, brothers they con us into believing that that that, that, that that's us. That's just a, a, a different facet of our of our personality. And the reality, of course, is it's not us. The reality is these are spirits that are there. These are evil spirits that are there. And uh, of course, if we're Christians, we also have the Holy Spirit. And um, but. The evil spirits are the ones that are causing us uh, to not be able to demonstrate Christ's likeness in our lives. And it's funny you mention that, because the Holy Spirit is kind of reminding me this week in my own testimony, in my own life, to kind of hit spirits of pessimism, uh, negative thinking. Um, sadly, someone in my family, I won't mention any names, years ago when I was younger, you know, they said, well, you know, I've always been kind of, Kind of pessimistic, and maybe you know one of the one of the listeners, brother, uh, you know, uh, can identify with this. Uh, you know, I've always, you know, kind of tended to think is you know the glass half empty or half full. Well, if you if you kind of think of it as half empty, and then really it's it's more half full when you get better news. You know, you kind of feel better afterwards. But if you if you think negative, and if you think well it's half empty, you know you won't be disappointed when uh, when when you know when, when something bad happens. And, uh, you know, I, I, brother, I fell into that. I fell into that kind of mode. Remember, whatever, who, whatever words we believe and whoever, uh, whosever authority we put ourselves under, we get their demons. So uh, I fell into that, and uh, sadly, uh, you know, at, at various uh, junctures, shall we say, intersections in my life, on the journey of life, you know, I, I've tended to kind of be more that way at times. But, you know, the Holy Spirit, again, is so gentle. He's such a gentleman. And, uh, you know, the Lord is so good that, that you know, he, uh, you know, just uh, very gently tells us uh, that, you know, this is the way, walk ye in it, and, uh, and to not be that way. And to literally fall out of agreement with that kind of thinking, because what happens is a very subtle way of falling into unbelief and uh, and not believing God's word, and not believing when people uh, give their testimonies and share truth from the word of God, and 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 how God is changing their lives. You kind of think, well, yeah, but I really know this person, and we don't, we, I really don't think it's happening. So exactly, brother. We've all had days, John, where we get up in the morning, uh, we wake up, maybe we got some great rest the night before, and we say, wow, brand new day, and you know, I want today to be a good day. You get your cup of coffee, things are going good, and all of a sudden the phone rings. And the next thing you know, someone calls and they just unload on you. You know, I can't believe, you know, I can't believe what just happened to me. Did you hear so and so? And the next thing you know, it's like all hell is broken loose. And, uh, after you've talked to that person now, it's just like your whole mood has changed. And you say, what happened to my day? Is it possible to be even talking to someone on the phone and, uh, Receive demonic spirits from another person. Well, we know not only is to be affected by it, you know that that uh, 
Yeah, but you know that actually happened. Uh, if you look at the pages of, of Secure, because um, you know what was it? Numbers um, fourteen. Where was that? Where um, you know the, the the Caleb and Joshua came back and 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 said, "Hey, we can do it." Uh, yeah, numbers fourteen, eleven, and around that area uh, in the scriptures. You know, we can, we can, uh, we can. You know, the tall spies were sent out. Ten of them came back with negative reports. Hey, the, the giants of the Nephilim are there, and and uh, or the the the, uh, the Anakim. You know, the the, the Amalek, Amalekites. Uh, you know, the giants. We were like grasshoppers, and and we'll never be able to do it. We can't defeat these people. They're too big. It's too much. And and uh, we we don't have the faith. Uh, and remember, ten of them uh, put their you know check under no, and two of them, Joshua and Caleb, put their check under yes and said yes we could do it. And you know before the night was over, those spirits had transferred from those ten men into the entire uh, possibly two million, two to three, two and a half million people, and everybody was uh, demonstrating nothing but. No faith, no confident trust in in Yahweh, in the God of Israel. We can't do it. It's impossible. So yeah, and what happens, brother? We have found over the years is that uh, when you connect with anybody soul to soul, uh, there's either one or two options. There's either a healthy, godly soul tied together, or there's an unhealthy, ungodly soul tied together. And the ungodly soul tie, unhealthy soul tie, is where the demons cross, like kind of forms a bridge. And the yes. demons from them cross into you, and even some of your demons can cross into them, and pretty soon everybody's miserable. You know, uh, that may have been one of the first examples of just a spirit of unbelief that uh, transferred into people, because yep. they heard a bad report, um, and, uh, you know, they were faced with a decision. What are we going to do? Are we going to trust God or, or trust their report? And we know what happened. Um, they failed to enter into the, the promised land at that time. Well, so, I mean, what does a person do? Um uh, you know, we can't just lock ourselves in a room. We've got to interact with our family, our friends, people in the world. So let's just say, you know, you're you're going about your own business, you know, minding your business, and you have a great day, and then someone calls up and they just start engaging in, like, runaway conversation, you know. Uh, real negative attitude, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, unloading on you. What do you do at that point in time? <clears throat> do you have to sit there and listen to it, or... Um, could you even be so bold as just uh, take authority over and bind those demonic spirits on the phone? Yeah, well, yeah, I think it depends on the occasion, uh, on the specific situation, and it also depends on the on the nature of the person. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you can just bind out loud. Uh, usually, you can bind under your breath, and if that doesn't work, then obviously, uh, you either haven't done it enough. You know, you got to keep doing it in faith. Uh, for maybe a couple minutes, three minutes, four minutes more, or the person's will is so one with those spirits that uh, you know, as soon as you tie them up, bang, you know, immediately those uh, those ties uh, kind of untie, so to speak, and uh, they, they like it. The person likes it. You know, there are verses in Scripture that talks about you know rejecting. I think Paul talks to young Pastor Titus on the island of Crete. He says, you know, reject a factious man. Uh, generic again, man or woman, uh, after a first and second warning. So someone who's in the church body causing division, you're supposed to reject that person, hoping and praying, as uh, the one in First Corinthians five who was having uh, sexual relations with his stepmother, 
that they will repent because they're so uh, convicted by it. And if they're truly saved, repent and, and come back soon and be restored. If they're not saved, they're probably not going to repent of anything, and they've just kind of proven themselves that they never really knew the Lord to begin with. You know, First John talks about those who were of us stayed with us because they were of us. And by the fact that they left us, they proved that they were never of us to begin with. It was in their mouth, but not in their hearts. They were not true, born-again Christians. So, uh, brother, it's exactly that. There's Sometimes you just got to stay away from certain people. You know, I, I told myself a long time ago, many years ago, that uh, even in spite of some of my own uh, battling with uh, some of this uh, melancholy and negativity uh, before deliverance and uh, some of the things I still and still have to, you know, kind of clean out even further, that, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to be around someone who's miserable, someone who's always whining and complaining and belly aching and so forth. So, uh, brother, you know, there's sometimes you just got to kind of stay away from them for, for a season be led by the Holy Spirit, do it in love, of course, Yes. and uh, in grace, and then pray for them. And then hopefully they'll say, you know, uh, I really need help in this area. Can you, as you're praying for them, and heaven's barraging them with their missiles, so to speak, and the Holy Spirit's convicting them if they're true Christians, can you help me with this? And then you can share, again, deliverance truth with them and begin to talk to them. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, we might have to be so bold as, you know, you just talk and all of a sudden, you, you know, Joe is just unloading on you on the phone and you say, Brother, I bind the strong men in you in Jesus' name, and I cage all your demons right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> That's going to cut the relationship real quick, or it's going to prove it as a, as a genuine friendship, and maybe they'll they'll get their attention. Yeah, it, you know, it could it could uh, reel it back in. You know, stun those demons right there. They were they were not even <laughs> expecting it. Let yeah. me ask you a question: Do demons have uh, exceptional hearing? So, in other words, if you're going to you know bind a demonic spirit, do you have to shout it, or could you maybe? What if you're in a restaurant? And there's just someone, you know, causing a ruckus, and they're looking at you, you know, and you just say, something's wrong here. You know, they look like they could attack me at any moment. Could you just, you know, say, I bind you, you foul spirits, in Jesus' name. I command you into a cage. Could you whisper it? <laughs> yeah. Or would you have to uh, shout yeah, it out? But, How does that work? Yeah, let me just tell you my, my, my normal rule of thumb when I hear people screaming at demons uh, and, and making uh, making themselves look like a fool uh, because they're, they're, they're just doing it uh, very loud. Uh, usually I counsel people to, to stay away from those kind of people in the sense that if they're yelling at a demon and they're, um, they're that inexperienced with tackling the enemy, um, they probably don't know what they're doing and you don't really want them ministering to you or touching you uh, for demonic transference possibilities. Um, demons, as you indicated uh, so well, brother, you know, they have very good hearing. Uh, and you, you really don't have to speak, uh, speak firm, of course, in faith believing, but you don't have to yell. And, well, I mean uh, to say, you know, could if, you literally whisper? Uh, yeah, know, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, those demons whisper, be able to pick it up. Yes. Yep, you can whisper it very quietly, uh, almost to, kind of like people who read books when they're reading, their, their lips are moving. Uh, do it at a very quiet level. I bind that, you know, say there's someone in the booth uh, on the other side and they're, they just, you know, profane, and they're 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 mocking God. I just bind that spirit of profanity in Jesus' name. I bind every wicked spirit that's causing them to be this way, and uh, I bind show off and all these any demons that are networking right now. I bind you in Jesus' name. I bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, you can do it very quietly. And you say, well, what if nothing happens? 
Uh, well, uh, you know, in the worst in the final analysis, you may have to go find another restaurant. There are uh, there's more than one restaurant usually you can go to, uh, but at least try it and, um, and and don't give up. Don't just do it once and say, well, it didn't work. Uh, you know, you, sometimes you gotta you, know, you gotta do more than once, and you gotta really believe it, couple it with faith, and uh, and then uh, so, you know sometimes it just may take a. Uh, I know some people who work around uh, these kind of uh, characters and. Uh, and particularly unbelievers, and they'll just say, you know, excuse me, but, you know, I'm a Christian, and uh, I really don't appreciate taking my Lord's name in vain, yes. or I don't appreciate, uh, you know, blasphemy. Uh, and prophetic, would you mind just kind of, you know, please, uh, you know, uh, clean your mouth. And, and uh, you know, don't, do, don't be belligerent. Don't be hard-nosed. Uh, do it kindly but firmly, kindly but firmly. And uh, who knows, it could open the door for a tremendous witness opportunity. Let me go back to something you said earlier. Uh, you were sharing a testimony of how this demonic spirit had entered into the room and it came in with a, a hood on. Uh, a lot of people, you know, say the same things. They, they see these really ugly-looking creatures, you know, hooded. What I want to know is, uh, why don't they upgrade their mode of clothing? I mean, I, I'd like to know why you don't see one of these in like a three-piece suit and look like Gordon Gecko. Why do they always have to be wearing hoodies? <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. Without being facetious, I know Pastor Worley. Uh, you know his position because he had the same thing happen to him when he uh, came back from the Pacific Guard mission in Chicago and uh, had contacted a, uh, a werewolf spirit and someone there. And, oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, and came back and and was you know really getting into the thick of things, and that's when that you know. Uh, I believe it was Taurus, the bull, uh, appeared to him uh, before Sunday morning service in you know in the middle of the night, kind of like mine. You know, the witching hours are twelve to three, so probably it was around that time, and was you know warning him, uh, you know, don't don't proceed. So I mean, obviously they scare, uh, they try to scare, but you know, Pastor Wally's position, they, you know, in a sense, praise God, they're hooded because you wouldn't want to see them in in their full ugliness and full manifestation because it's uh, you know so frightening. But uh, on the other on the other hand, uh, I'm sure they do appear in three-piece suits. I'm certain that when the Antichrist, the Anti-Messiah, appears uh, on the world scene, I think he's going to look very sharp. Well, I don't no doubt about it. Uh, you know, that's that's what I would at least expect to see. Um, you mentioned uh, something interesting: the werewolf spirits. Now, there are people that uh, claim that werewolves actually exist. Uh, you know, vampires and so forth. Um, are there truly a class of um, werewolf spirits, and if they were to enter into a person, could they manifest and take on you know what we what we've seen in the movies, you know the the fangs and just yeah, you know, full body hair? Kernel, yeah, you know there's a kernel of truth to a lot of what we see in uh, in movies, and uh, you know uh, you know obviously Hollywood has embellished quite a bit, and they have uh, you know added their own flair, shall we say. But there's a kernel of truth to a lot of what is seen in human changes, human mutations. Uh, I remember we uh, we ran across a gal here in, in the uh, uh, western New York, Buffalo. Actually, she lived in the, in Buffalo City, and uh, she started coming uh, to our conference to to, uh, to the church on a regular basis. And she uh, and her boyfriend uh, would, uh, uh, you know, for all use of a better word, conjure up. Um, on their uh, coffee table, 
there was a glass coffee table in the center of their room, they would actually hail up spirits. Um, and uh, she said you would see these wisps flying around the room, and they would communicate wow. with them. Uh, her boyfriend would be a channeler or, you know, knew a channeler, be a medium for them. And, uh, uh, you know, they were living together, of course. And um, uh, she uh, had shared with me that they had some friends over one night, and uh, she had had a, uh, a, a child. I don't know whether it was his child or another man's child. And uh, she had had a, had a young boy. And, of course, the young boy was, was very small, an infant in a crib. But uh, if anybody has ever seen the movie The Changeling, I hope you haven't, but if you ever you know, saw a, you know, a trailer of it or something, and the basic theme is, is exactly that theme, the kernel of truth I was talking about in the occult, uh, that uh, she said they walked into the room and uh, some spirit had gotten into the baby and the baby's teeth actually looked like fangs and, and, uh, and, and the face contorted and changed. And, uh, My goodness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they immediately put a stop to it by whatever spirit that was doing that. You know, they thought they had control over the spirits. Uh, little did they know. And um, so these things happen. Lycanthropy, by the way, is the name of the spirit that is the werewolf spirit. And he, if, again, it depends how deeply involved one is in the occult, uh, if they get uh, very much involved and very deep into it for, for a period of time, you know, years, or it's, and or it's generational that their family has been heavily involved, I mean, these demons can actually manifest within the person, uh, literally take over the person, um, uh, this is my own personal opinion. I, I'm, I'm convinced that Michael Jackson was so demonized with his uh, homosexuality and his pedophilia and everything else that, that he was involved in, and the music, and the, of course the occultism he got into in one of his first albums, uh, that um, you know, I don't even think the guy was home anymore. I mean, I'm not saying that he, he was totally gone. Yeah, there was the something wrong there. Yeah, but there was something dramatically uh, wrong I think he was so kind of like living in a corner of the of the hundred thousand apartment complex building. He was yeah. in the corner of a room because there were so many demons that had taken him over, and uh, it, which is probably why he couldn't sleep and you know had to be anesthetized in order to go to sleep. So uh, the, the, you know he got a Jehovah's False Witness. He got in everything. But my point is is that yeah, that's true. They can literally turn you into uh, an animal. Uh, it's common knowledge that uh, in some African countries and. I'm sure whatever culture around the world that there are people who literally can turn into animals or can actually project invisibly during the night and go back into their bodies uh, I'm sure through astral projection spirits. And uh, by the way, if you fly in your dreams, that's an astral projection spirit. You need to uh, repent of it and uh, and get deliverance. He'll come in through watching Superman and watching and, uh, you know, uh, any any uh, creatures that fly other than created by God, creatures that fly, the creatures that don't normally fly or shouldn't be flying, and uh, that's a projection. So uh, all that to say that, yeah, these things are real. Uh, uh, Satan can materialize. Remember uh, when uh, Janice and Jambres in, in, in Exodus, you know, when Moses came in, uh, to the room and was, uh, you know, uh, showing his, his, um, uh, you know, God, Yahweh's, Yahweh God's miraculous powers, uh, through him as his, as his, uh, spokesman, so to speak. 
and Aaron there by his side uh, because uh, God wanted his people out of bondage, out of Egyptian bondage. It was time to, you know, for national deliverance, so to speak, not demonic, but national deliverance, being delivered out of uh, out of the Egyptian bondage. Uh, you know, Janice and Jembrace, the uh, magi- the magicians, the occult artists, uh, you know, they did uh, some of the same miracles. You know, they produced snakes. Uh, uh, they they uh, produced uh, some living animals. I believe Satan has the power to again materialize and dematerialize things. And absolutely. Um, so yeah. So I mean, it, it's no surprise. Again, you have to really have sold your soul to him and heavily involved in the occult. And you know anybody in that level uh, who's doing it with those kind of powers, like a Lester Crowley and 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 others, you know, uh, the the only one that can help them, uh, and like these five witches who who've been saved through the programs, praise God, uh, the only one who can who can uh, truly uh, set you free from that tremendous bondage. And believe me, you need a lot of deliverance and healing afterwards uh, in your soul, in your body, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, amen to that. Uh, anybody who's come out of uh, witchcraft, uh, that's one of the worst sins that you can commit. Uh, they're going to have a lot of deliverance that they need to do. And uh, I'm worried about um, some witches or warlocks that I've talked to that say, yes, you know, I was set free, but there was no deliverance. You know, I, I say, did you get deliverance? And I asked one guy, I said, uh, you know, you've got a great testimony. Have you ever heard of Derek Prince or Wynne Worley? He says, no. I said, uh, "Have you ever? Do you know anything about deliverance? Not much." And I'm thinking, "Wow, that guy has probably got the same demonic spirit he started with." Now, yes, I believe that he accepted Christ, but uh, just because we become Christians doesn't mean that we get set free of all our demons. Is that right, uh, brother? That is one thousand percent right. And um, you know, people who you know, and again, I believe when you're saved that you know the Lord gives us probably a jump start. In, in pulling some of these uh, some of these uh, creatures out of us, but yes. the bulk of them are there. Has been my experience, not only in my own life, but also in the uh, in the lives of those who, you know, I've battled shoulder to shoulder with over the years. Uh, most, you know, ninety percent uh, don't stay in the battle. Uh, they leave, they depart. It gets too hard. Uh, you know, uh, that's their choice, though. They don't complete the job God's, God's called them to do in their lives or helping other people get set free. But that's their choice. You know, God gives us the free will before we're saved and after we're saved. But, brother, anybody who's in the occult, uh, if you really think that, you know, you get deliverance from one session or two sessions and uh, you walk away and you're set free, uh, believe me, all those sharks have done, uh, you can't see the dorsal fin on the surface. All they've done is go down to the bottom and they're just waiting for the time that you're going to weaken in some area. Man, that's the truth. You know, um, I've been talking to uh, some friends this week. Been talking to Richard over at Watchman Radio and others. We've been coming under some major attack this week, Pastor John, uh, from people who don't believe Christians can have demons or don't believe, you know, mass deliverances for today. And you know, just the issue is, is uh, you know, I, I see it for what it is. Uh, these are the demons talking. They don't like the deliverance ministry. And uh, you know, <clears throat> a thought occurred to me. I don't know if anybody has ever seen this movie. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I don't know that you should probably go see it, but I used to watch a lot of movies in the early days. I've seen thousands, uh, unfortunately. But uh, there was a sci-fi movie, Pastor John, called The Hidden. And it starts out with this uh, with this guy, and he carjacks this, uh, this dude in a Ferrari. 
And uh, all throughout the film, this guy, he loves exotic cars. Well, what you find out is uh, he's not a normal person. You know, he'll, he'll you know, take a uh, vehicle at gunpoint, you know, rip you out of the car, jump in the, the seat and drive off in your Ferrari, and then, you know, he'll have a crash. And then all of a sudden, someone will come up, you know, to to see if the person's alive. He's just been in this accident, and then this spirit, cha- uh, you know, jumps off of the, the guy's dying into the, the other man, and then he goes and he'll rip off another car. Next one, he's got a Lamborghini or a Porsche. And uh, this particular <laughs> guy, he loves, uh, you know, really hardcore heavy metal. And uh, I, I realized what it was uh, now. I didn't know back then, you know, it was a demonic spirit that was jumping from one guy to the next. And it was just interesting to see how they would transfer. Well, why am I even talking about this sci-fi movie? Because it, it's interesting. Uh, you talk about, you know, how people have demons and they're like sharks lurking below the surface. I believe Satan has a diversified network all over the world. You know, he's controlling most of the people out there. You know, he's got sleeper cell demons, as we call them. You know, demons and people all around. And, like, you know, he may say, hey, I'm going to attack uh, Shannon or Pastor John or Rich today. And he says, who do I get in my network? And next thing you know, uh, boom, uh, you're in a restaurant, and uh, you're sitting in there. Most of the restaurant is demonized. He could actually activate that demon and that person, you know, um, to, to do whatever he wants to do, to try to attack you. And praise God for, you know, God's hedge of protection, the fact we can have angels uh, to protect us. And, you know, God does uh, do much to protect us, but there's certain things we've got to do for ourselves. I understand that, too. But uh, it's just amazing the network that Satan has that he can access. And I believe that uh, most people are walking around the globe right now demonized. And they may not even be aware of it, but, you know, in a split second, Satan can tap into them and activate that demon. You know, if they're not walking with Jesus Christ and, you know, staying covered under the blood. And it's just amazing. So, uh, you know, we've got to be on guard because uh, there's, a, you know, there's an enemy out there that really wants to uh, take us down if they can. They want to kill us, you know, steal from us and destroy. And uh, the more I learn about deliverance, Pastor John, the more I'm, I'm starting to really listen what people say to me on the phone that you might meet in public, you may be talking to someone, and it's not them, folks, that are talking to you. It's a demonic spirit. And, uh, you know, I believe that uh, commands in the spirit world can go at lightning speed. You know, Satan can communicate. You know, how is it that, Pastor John, you could be doing a deliverance, you know, uh, maybe in a church you're preaching at, and you might be coming against a demon and it knows your name? How is that possible? They must have a pretty intense communication network and be able to jump around. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I remember I think, the, yeah, the, inter- the internet is uh, is nothing. Uh, the human devised internet, which it grew out of, uh, you know, the Defense Department actually of the United States, uh, you know, started playing with it and started developing it for. Yeah, me and Al Gore actually created it. I I wanted to tell you. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's, a, there's a perfect example of a legend in his own mind. But the 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 uh, the internet is nothing compared to what Satan has in terms of his his structure. Because you know, got to remember that you know, next to the Godhead, who is the most beautiful and the most intelligent creature that that uh, you know Yahweh God ever created. Can you imagine that? The brilliance of him. And his, uh, so he, and he, he copies God, and uh, so he he knows how how to run things and how to organize. 
And uh, with the kind of brilliance that he has, on the one hand, extremely brilliant in doing evil and, and fighting uh, the God of Heaven. On the other hand, uh, as sin often makes us, uh, turns us into stupid people, doesn't doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It makes us stupid. It makes us dumb. Uh, that's what I call, you know, one day when we run into an alcoholic, called stupor. Stupor spirit will make you stupid. And, uh, and I've seen some of that. But thing. Yeah, you'll do stupid things. You'll just keep on uh, keep on doing that. But you know, it's interesting. I just was, was talking with a, with a brother this week who had come out to, actually from Iraq to the conference, and uh, he's, he had two weeks, uh, two or three weeks, whatever, scheduled for leave and uh, from Iraq, and he scheduled around the conference. So I was really impressed, and he and his uh, family of, of five got some tremendous help along with his his uh, dear mom, and. Uh, he told me he, you know, when they were up here a couple of years ago, they went and visited the Niagara Falls, and back then he was living in Texas and had not, you know, gone to Iraq yet. And uh, he saw a Hindu uh, gal there, you know, obviously multinationality around the around the, the beauty of the falls, and uh, he bound the spirits in her. And he said the whole day, you know, there was nothing but confusion, strife between him and and uh, and this other family and his family that had come there. And what the lesson he learned, he told me this point blank. He said the lesson he learned is that, uh, you know, don't foolishly step into areas where you're uh, doing things uh, in terms of fighting spiritual warfare and just, just because you think you can handle it. Uh, and this is why it's so important, brother, to lay that foundation of understanding and be led by the Spirit. Romans 8 says those who are continually being led... This is the Greek, uh, you know, bringing out the force of the of the present tense in the original. You know, those who are continually being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, the daughters of God. So we've got to be led by the Spirit on a moment-by-moment basis. And the Holy Spirit is not telling you to bind demons in some Hindu somewhere. They're not doing anything against you in the sense of attacking you at that moment. They're not, uh, you know, the person's not in your face uh, and, 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 and so forth. You know, just, you don't, you don't do that. And he, he says, I'll never forget that lesson as long as I live now. And uh, and active in spiritual warfare, don't bite off more than I can chew. And, and again, we don't act in fear, but it's just so important to be led by the Holy Spirit. I remember the, one of the first books I read were Demons in, in, in Foreign Lands. And this, uh, this brother, this young guy, young missionary, just got, went over to Thailand or one of the Asian countries. And he thought since he was a Christian knowing nothing but basic salvation truth. And, uh, you know, just beginning to learn the language of the people and uh, some of the elements within the culture, he went over to this Buddhist temple and started commanding demons out. Really? Guess what happened? Guess what happened? Did they come out? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure, every demon in him had not left, so uh, Satan not only had the strings to pull from whatever he had, and uh, but in addition, these demons attacked him. They, you know, they had to send him home in a basket almost. Wow! He went crazy. He went crazy. He went nuts. So we need to uh, uh, definitely uh, be careful where we tread and uh, make sure we're being led by God. And then, of course, maybe understand the whole issue of you know our territories. And I want to cut touch on that in just a moment. If you're just tuning in. You're listening to a live show. This is a Mega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor John Goganon from Agape Bible Fellowship. They've got one of the most awesome uh, book rooms. Uh, if you want to learn about deliverance, spiritual warfare, casting out demons, you need to go over and 
contact Agape Bible. The website is Agape, A-G-A-P-E, Bible, B-I-B-L-E dot org. Get a hold of uh, Pastor John Gogan. Uh, we are talking about a number of topics today. You never know where this show may go. Uh, I run down all types of rabbit trails. I see we've just got a ton of listeners tuning in. We're talking about everything from, you know, witches, warlocks, uh, deliverance to, you know, demonic spirits that come in in hoodies. Hey, by the way, I wanted to ask you, uh, listen, if you'll send me that rare book with the uh, that first edition, Host, Host of Hell, I promise to return it to you. <laughs> Let me just yeah, borrow it for a while. that lying spirit. <laughs> if you would like to yeah. talk to Pastor John tonight, uh, the number to call in on is uh, 917-889-2745. 917-889-2745. Uh, when you call in, you can actually listen to the show. Let's say you're going down the road, you don't have Internet. You can tune in over your cell phone, but if you'd like to ask a question, I think you have to press 2. Uh, it'll tell you, it'll prompt you in the menu. And I'll see your hand raise up over here, and then I'll know if you're just a listener or you'd like to ask a question. But if you'd like to talk to Pastor John, uh, the lines are open throughout all the show. Tonight, uh, we'll also pray for you. If you need uh, get a special prayer request, you need deliverance, uh, you have an infirmity, you need healing, whatever you may need, call in and we'll pray with you tonight. And let's see what God does for you. Um, Pastor John, uh, I'm going to take a five-minute break, and then we're going to be back on, and I want to pick up where we left off uh, importance of understanding your territory, because I'll tell you in closing, one day I decided to uh, bind the uh, principality in power over Jacksonville, Florida. And, I, you know, I just got, I was just going down the road, and I said, hey, why don't I try that? And I hadn't really given it much thought. When I did it, uh, it was only two, three hours later that my laptop uh, died. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had a lot of spiritual warfare material on there. I had to do surgery on it and take the hard drive out. Well, it gave me an excuse to upgrade to a quad court at that time, but uh, my, my point is we do need to be careful. Uh, I wouldn't recommend anybody walk right into a witch's you know, coven and just say, I'm going to take you on, not unless God has sent you in there. But by the same token, I understand that we've got authority over all these things in Jesus' name. So I've got a couple questions I want to ask about that. But uh, we'll take a five-minute break, and we'll be back on with Pastor John Gogan. The number to dial in on is 917-889-2745 if you'd like to talk to Pastor John. Okay, and we will be right back. Are you ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific to the Omega Man Radio Network with your host, Shannon Ray Davis. Omega Man Radio is taking enemy territory for Jesus Christ, Yahshua preaching the gospel of the Messiah, and ministering in deliverance and miracle healing. Add some great guest interviews, and you have the recipe for fresh oil for the airwaves. Tune in at OmegaManRadio.com. Hey, who slipped that in? That's Speed Racer. Well, I'm mad at hell, and I'm not taking it anymore, and that's why we do this show. So you can be equipped to do battle with the host of hell. You can fulfill the, the assignment Jesus Christ has called you and I to do. He said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. It says that the first sign that shall follow them that believe is they will cast out demons in my name. Okay, so that is every believer's authority. It is every believer's privilege to receive deliverance, because deliverance is the children's bread. And uh, a quick word from Wynn Worley, and then we'll be back on with our guest tonight, Pastor John Gogan of AgapeBible.org. Fantastic speaker. Knows a lot on deliverance. He's been doing this a long time, and so... We're privileged to have 
a pioneer like Pastor John on to uh, preach tonight. And um, I would encourage you to get in contact with him. His email address is pjservant at aol.com. If you have a question on deliverance, you'd like to purchase some of the books. They've got videos, audios, a host of material. And uh, we're opening the lines tonight. If you'd like to talk to Pastor John, the number is 917-889-2745. I see the chat room starting to fill up. Uh, if you need prayer, the line is open for prayer. We'll, we'll agree with you on whatever your need may be. Uh, if you have a friend that needs deliverance, uh, have them pick up the phone and call tonight. That's what we're here for. So we'll be right back on with uh, Pastor John. And I said before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As a sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war, all-out war, a war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. All right, we're back on with Pastor John. Pastor John, are you still with me? Yes, sir. I'm uh, drinking uh, Colombian blend tonight uh, (laughs) with three raw sugars and some real half and half. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's fixing to uh, put me into overdrive here. Now, you recognize that voice of the clip I just paid. That was uh, Pastor Wynn Worley, mighty man of God. Uh, you had the privilege to uh, even be in Wynn Worley's home and uh, pray with him and uh, learn from Brother Worley. And uh, you're one of the few that have taken the torch and uh, moved forward in deliverance. It's not a popular message what we're talking about tonight. We're having a little bit of fun tonight, folks, but uh, this is a serious message. People are bound up. Uh, people are tied up. Uh, they're not living the lives that God would have them to live. People are dying. People are being destroyed. Brother, I heard uh, of a, just a, a news story maybe two days ago. A, a guy was uh, so distraught uh, by the um, – he was a famous cook. I think he even was on one of the reality TV shows. He uh, he was just overwhelmed with debt, saw no way out, um, decides to go up to a – a bridge, and then did a swan dive. Killed himself instantly, of course. Uh, you know, you jump from a certain height, even though you're hitting water, it's like hitting concrete, folks, so you don't want to do that. And left behind a beautiful wife and kids. Um, brother, a spirit of suicide entered into him. And that's how bad it can be. Um, if we have demonic spirits, and most of us do, folks, we need to get uh, Jesus Christ into our lives, and then we need to appropriate... Um, the deliverance that he has given us as believers, and get these things out of us before they wreak havoc. Um, you know, they can manifest in disease, Pastor John. I know that they can, you know, open the door for spirits of death and destruction, suicide. Next thing you know, you're jumping out of a, you know, a 10-story office building. Uh, like Marie Osmond's son. I mean, um, it is that serious, folks. That, you know, you're playing with life and death here. If you allow these things to stay in your life and you don't realize uh, that there are gateways that they can come in. Um, do I hear an amen, Pastor John? <laughs> uh, 
is it serious yeah, matter? Deliverance. Yeah, amen, amen to, the, to the third power. Um, uh, you know, uh, Ernest Hemingway, I think everybody recognizes his name. Uh, his mother told him one day when he was younger, uh, a young man, a young boy, uh, you know, this is the gun that, that uh, you know, your father killed himself with, and, you know, here it is, I'm giving it to you because one day you may want to do it. Can you wow. imagine a mother telling a son that? Brother, there was. <laughs> that is, that's exactly what happened. These are suicide spirits, brother, you mentioned that you referenced them. They are so real. And all they do is come in and they work on the mind, they work on the mind, they work on the mind. The battlefield, as Derek Prince said, is the mind. The battleground is the mind. And if they can get you, if they can, you know, do it consistently and it, it, tormenting you day after day, night after night, uh, working with other spirits, we found a hopelessness and forlorn and, uh, and wounded spirit, bruised emotions. All these spirits work together synergistically. Brother, it, it, it happens, sadly. And it happens what's even worse of all the Christians, because they've got the, the, the keys of the kingdom, binding and loosing. They've got the authority, as, as uh, Jesus said in Luke, you know, behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. But they don't believe it. They're not taught it, or if they, even if when they are when they are taught it, they choose not to believe it, and then they end up uh, as a, as a casualty. They're finding. I just read uh, this week that uh, middle-aged people are killing themselves, are committing suicide uh, at a at a very high proportion, very high rate. They're just not. You know, finding life is too hard. Uh, you know, not worth living. And, uh, you know, the tragedy is the demons con them not only into killing themselves, uh, but also when they leave this life, I mean, they're literally from jumping, they're literally jumping from the frying pan right into the fire. Brother, people think so it's even worse. They, they got them thinking that they're going to heaven, when in reality, they're just deceived because oh, they, they, yes. may be, they may be theists, they may believe in God, but so what? The, James says the demons believe in God and they tremble. And, Amen. uh,. Who cares if you believe in God? If you believe in God's not going to do it. Uh, you're just a theist. A true born again Christian is, is you have, you know, entrusted your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son. Yes. And uh, and, and you've given Him your life, and you've truly repented of your sin, and you've turned 180 degrees from it to the only rescuer, the Savior, deliverer from from sin and from the penalty of sin, hell. And and then healing and deliverance comes in. Amen. Amen to that. I don't know. I want to be very clear. There is only one name written under heaven by which man might be saved, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And uh, it's His shed blood on Calvary that uh, gives you and I the opportunity to enter into a relationship with uh, the Father, God, Yahweh, and um, and have fellowship again, a relationship, and being a Christian, being a believer in Jesus Christ, and letting Him be Lord of your life. That entitles you to the children's bread, deliverance. And we don't have to be bound up like this. You know, you talked about the Hemingways. Um, Hemingway himself, Ernest Hemingway, great writer. You know, he battled with depression, uh, suicide spirits. He tried to medicate it, of course, with alcohol. And we know ultimately what happened. He put a, a revolver to his head, and he took his life. And uh, he had two beautiful granddaughters. I know one of them was Muriel Hemingway. You know, they were... Um, Beautiful women. Uh, they were like model quality uh, actresses. And, uh, wow, 
Lo and she behold, killed herself. She kills herself. Yeah. Brother, is that a generational uh, spirit that comes down the family line of suicide, maybe? Perfect example of, of, uh, of a generational, uh, you know, iniquity. I mean, obviously, uh, suicide is, is a sin as well because the person's yielding to that uh, tormenting spirit. So they're just as guilty as, the, as uh, you know, as... as um, and, and wicked is the spirit in, in that sense because they, they, they've uh, chosen to take the gift of life that God has given. But I'm telling you, you know, we have answers for these people. And, uh, and, and if you're struggling with suicide, you need help. But, you know, I, I, got, I got a gal here at Agape Bible Church uh, who's been with me for all well, the longest, uh, probably 16 years now, 15, 16 years now. And uh, she, I she heard me on the radio uh, back in 93, uh, and she uh, was already struggling with suicide. She said that this uh, uh, green kind of slimy figure appeared in front of her. Sadly, her, uh, her son had, had killed himself in their barn. Wow. And uh, this demon appeared to her in her home and said, you know, we got him and you're next. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it wasn't brazen; just manifested in front. You know, a lot of times they don't like to tip their tip their hats, so to speak, or show their cards. But this one was brazen because he thought he had her um, had her licked, and uh, she was struggling with all kinds of depression and and uh, fear. She'd been in a car accident and 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 uh, uh, years before that, and she was afraid to even drive anymore. And she's figured life is hopeless. Life is worth not is not worth living. And uh, she had contacted David Jeremiah. She had contacted James Dobson, and you know they just kind of counseled her, uh, you know, with some good things to say, but no answers, no real answers. Uh, and uh, she heard me on the radio, and she actually wanted to talk to me, but somehow the enemy was uh, working behind the scenes through the producer or through the host or something, and. Uh, and uh, they said, well, I can't take any more calls because, as, you know, as soon as I hung up, another caller called in. I hung up from there. Another caller called in. The lines were packed. And uh, they said, you know, she asked, can I talk to this, this pastor off, off the air? And they said, well, no, he's not available. And, of course, that was not true. And she got the information that I gave, you know, our phone number stuff. She lost it uh, and finally had set the date. To kill herself. Oh my goodness! Her birth date, her birth date, or her son's death date. And do you know uh, that somehow she found that piece of paper with my name on it? And she said, "I." She called me. I answered the phone myself. She was surprised about that because she says usually you have to go through, you know, umpteen secretaries, and the pastor can't see you for two weeks, you know, kind of a thing. Yes. I answered the phone myself, and I said, "Well, who are you?" She's well, I heard you on the radio uh, about a year or so ago. And I said, uh, what are you dealing with? And she said, suicide. I said, it's a demon. Yes. I said, you need, you need him cast out. And there's probably more than one there. They don't come in, come in in onesies, twosies. They come in, in like a wolf pack. So there could be several. It could be you know, 30, 40, could be 100, could be 16. Who knows? Could be legions. Need, yeah, well, I wouldn't say legion, but uh, just suicide. But they're, they're, they're definitely it could be, uh, you know, could be, there's definitely more than one, one or two. And they're usually in the tens uh, and maybe low hundreds. 
But I, you know, I told her you need to get. get to, she said I can't drive because I had this coxswain and I'm afraid. And but I said, well, we'll, we'll have someone pick up. So the uh, gal was kind enough to pick her up. Literally bring her here every Thursday, every Sunday. Yes. And uh, and and I'll tell you, we 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 nailed the suicide spirits and related. You know, depression is a spirit. Depression is not just yes. a feeling. It's a spirit, and Derek Prince talks about that because he he was hounded by depression. And the, he says the day I learned that depression was an evil spirit is the day is the first day that, that, that on the trek to freedom. Praise God! And we're going to talk about how you can get rid of these demonic spirits. In fact, uh, Pastor John is going to be doing a mass deliverance uh, soon. If you have a question for the pastor, you can call in nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. Or if you're in the chat room and you don't want to call in, you can pose a question there. I see some questions already, but. Let's go to our first caller here. Um, caller, you're on the line with uh, Pastor John Gogan. How are you tonight? Yes, caller, you're on the uh, the air with uh, Pastor John Gogan. Hello? All right. I'm not hearing anybody either. Uh, I see their hand raised. Um, if you would like to ask uh, the pastor a question, uh, take your phone off mute and call back again. Uh, we've got a question from the chat room here. It says, uh, Pastor John, how can the spirit of Christ and a demon take residence in the same body? Uh, that is an excellent question, and it's probably the most common question that uh, that uh, anyone who is in uh, genuine deliverance ministry, you know, the full gospel, salvation, healing, and deliverance, um, gets, it receives. And it's a, as I said, it's an excellent question because... Uh, you know, if you think about it logically, how in the world can the Holy Spirit be in the same spot, in the same place, with an unholy spirit? And the best explanation that we can uh, come up with as far as uh, understanding what the Word of God teaches us about uh, the way God created us is uh, that we, like God, you know, God is uh, one being who exists in three persons. And uh, the way I usually explain it uh, is uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You say, well, who's God? Uh, well, Jesus, God the Son is God. Uh, God the Holy Spirit is God. And God the Father is God. You say, well, wait a minute, that's three. No, no, no. It's three persons who exist co-equal, co-eternal. That is, they've always been, and they're equal in, in power and authority, and in, 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 uh, in, but they're one being. They're only one being. And, of course... We understand that, like ice, you know, exists in three forms. Uh, you say an egg is three forms. You get the yolk, the albumen, you get the you get the shell. You say, well, it's one egg. Yeah. Well, which is the egg? I'm having an egg today. But yeah, you're not eating the shell though. You're eating the, uh, the 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 white and and the yellow. But it's one egg. Yeah. And that's those are elementary ways to understand. But at least it gives you somewhat of, of an understanding. You can get your arms around. Uh, the, you know the triune uh, nature of the Godhead. Well, God's triune, and so we are also triune in the in the fact that we are created as uh, body, soul, and spirit. The soul and spirit are, of course, immaterial. The classic definition of our soul is mind, will, and emotions. And of course, you know what the body is: uh, two arms, eyeball, uh, you know, organs that uh, run together, and hormones, enzymes, and proteins, and everything else. And the physical body, the soul, and of course the spirit. The human spirit is what animals don't have. They have limited souls, but they don't have human spirits. Spirits are specially created by God, and of course uh, they are kind of our phone connection uh, to God. And um, 
uh, you know, you don't find animals praying in the woods. Uh, they don't bury their dead in rituals like we do, uh, because we have a sense of, of God uh, within our spirits, and uh, that also, as I said, is an immaterial part. So where is the Holy Spirit actually? The Holy Spirit, as I understand the scriptures, is within the human spirit. That's where the new nature that we all have, who are truly born-again Christians, and the old nature is not in there. It can't get in there. It's, uh, as Paul says, sealed until the day of redemption. And anything that was sealed with a signet ring, of course, was uh, like an envelope, had a, you know, some wax dripped onto it when hot, and it was sealed. Yes. And no one could open it except the recipient. And uh, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. And again, that's why I believe that you can't lose your salvation, because uh, you'd have to undo the Holy Spirit, and you'd have to break that seal, and you can't do it. Pastor Worley many times uh, challenged demons who can see in the spirit realm, who are inside of us, to reach out and touch the seal. They, they scream. They couldn't. They can't okay, get in, in, into that area, too. So we have the so soul. We are, body, we, are soul we are body, soul, and spirit. So that's where the, in the human spirit is where the Holy Spirit and the new nature are. Now, where are the demons? Uh, yes. Basically, what, what's left? Brother, what's left? Well, you've got the spirit. Uh, you've got the, the soul. You've got the mind, the will, the emotions. You've got the actual flesh. That's, I mean, right. we've so got, that's where the demons are. We've got people they, you know, in the flesh. They're in the body. Remember, you talked a few moments ago about the, uh, you know, the the fact that demons can inflict uh, uh, disease on us. Well, that's why we get diseases in our bodies, or at least one of the key reasons, because the spirits are there. We run into spirits all kinds of different names. Infection is a spirit, by the way. Affliction is a spirit. Uh, cancer is a spirit, actually. Um, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. Sciatic, uh, you know, there's a plethora of of physical infirmity spirits that can come into us, and of course they have to have a legal ground. That's sin. God curses the sin, and that's their legal open door to come into us, or into and or our family line. So that's where demons can be in our souls, minds, and emotions. That's why even as Christians, we still have bad thoughts. Uh, we still have. Uh, bad, you know, anger, which is an emotion, we, unrighteous anger. We still have hatred, which is an emotion. And, of course, why we will at times to sin rather than not sin. Why? Because the old nature is still operating and yes. the demons are still operating. Amen to that. Um, demons are real, folks. Uh, even the Apostle Paul had a demon. He had the thorn in his flesh, the messenger of Satan. Okay? an evil spirit that was sent to buffet him. And, you know, I had an opportunity to talk to a uh, minister, uh, Norman Parrish. He's still alive over in Guatemala, and he told me something. He said God gave him a revelation. He said he believes that any man of God who has a true anointing, they're going to have a thorn in the flesh uh, to keep them humble. And I said, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I could see where, you know, pride, uh, that, you know, you're the great deliverance minister, you know, could swell your head up and, uh, you know, pride will take you down. Pride cometh before the fall. So, you know, I do believe that, um, you know, we're all battling demonic spirits throughout our life, and I believe we can get them under control for the most part. Pastor John, um, you know, I did hear something interesting. I think I heard Brother Wynn Worley say that, you know, he, he believed that until we make it to heaven, we'll probably all be, you know, getting delivered until the day we die. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, I mean, I, I do believe we can have victory, don't get me wrong. But uh, have you ever run across anybody that is completely demon-free that doesn't battle with something? I guess that would be the question I would ask. 
Yeah, um, the answer to the question is no. I, I personally, and I'm not saying there isn't anybody out there. Um, however, I would doubt them you know, uh, if they said, well, I'm totally free. The reason being is because, uh, biblically, Jesus calls it the children's bread, uh, number one. Children's, children of God, spiritual bread, and he, 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 there's never any indication that we, we can't stop partaking of it. We can't stop, you know, there's a time in which, well, you don't need it anymore. And uh, just as in the physical realm, you have to keep eating to stay alive. You have to eat yes. bread as a part of your daily diet, or, uh, or at least, you know, every other day, uh, is one of the staples that we eat. Of course, in the Middle East and other countries, you know, bread is the uh, is the main staple. If they don't eat bread, they don't eat at all. So, uh, in his culture, that's what that's that was the way of operating. That was the way of living is by bread. Uh, and uh, so, his audience knew when I was in the Philippines and Asia. I said, you know, this the spiritual rice uh, for God's children. And the other thing, the other factor is. Um, you know, John says in First John one seven, I believe, if we if we say we have no sin, we de- we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. First uh, John one yeah. one eight, I believe uh, seven or eight, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, I don't think anybody has reached sinless perfection. If they have, then you know they'll be like Enoch, and you know God would have sent the chariot down a long time ago to pick them up, <laughs> and. The last person who told me that, I said, well, let me talk to your wife. She said, well, I'm divorced. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that believe they got yeah. their first-class uh, chariot ride. Yeah. Right now. So I said, well, I don't think you've reached that point. So um, they're just <laughs> deceived. You know, we all struggle with idolatries in our lives, things we don't want to give up, uh, you know, whether it's the golf game or whether it's uh, television or, or now it's computers. I had a Christian tell me the other day that, well, I don't watch TV, and, and I said, well, do you, do you surf on the computer? He says, oh, yeah, uh, hour, several hours a day. I said, well, you just changed monitors is all you did. <laughs> well, you know, that's the truth. Uh, you know, you can have a gateway just as easily through your laptop as you can go into the theater or opening up a Playboy magazine. Um, you know, something that we all deal with is uh, anger. I mean, you know, hey, it's human. We're going to be offended. Um, we're going to get angry, and the word says, be angry and sin not. You know, don't let the sun go on, down on your wrath. So um, I've, I've heard that, uh, look, if we don't uh, forgive one another before the sun goes down, is it possible you could go to sleep and then Satan will come by and uh, see demons into you? Well, it, you know, it finished the, finish the, the next verse, you know, and, and give, you know, it talks about not giving place to the devil. So obviously, um, uh, you know, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, uh, retaliation, revenge, and all the, the sins that are committed... And the spirit, evil spirits that uh, that promote them, shall we say, uh, you know, they're they're there in order for that, uh, and they they're they're you know encouraging this kind of activity in our lives and behavior, so the devil can have a place, and we will give a place to the enemy when we uh, end up choosing that, and uh, you know it's very practical, especially if you're married. You know, uh, I've been married to my bride for 34 years. And, uh, you know, there, there have been nights when I've gone to bed and she's hugged one side and I, I've hugged the other. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm more careful now for that uh, because, uh, you know, it, it's a very strong and wide open door to the enemy. Something just came to mind, by the way. You know, yes, sir. Remember, if, remember the Old Testament, uh, you know, that, that there was a, a temple and a tabernacle before that. The tabernacle was kind of a 
you know, tent that they could bring as they journeyed uh, there in the wilderness in judgment. And, uh, by the way, which was because of their wicked heart of unbelief, Hebrews talks about. Uh, so unbelief is not just a, you know, well, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. Uh, a two-week journey took uh, took 40 years. And, by the way, that's Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 12. And we're warned of not having a wicked heart of unbelief. But, you know, it, it is, it is uh, absolutely essential, and it's so important for believers to... Uh, Look at the Old Testament, because the counterpart of the Old Testament was what? You had the Holy of Holies, and what was in there? Who could only the, enter in there? The high priest. That's right. And he only did it once a year on Yom Kippur, also known as Yom Kippur, the Hebrews Yom Kippur. And uh, the uh, high priest would go in there, and if God accepted the sacrifice, he came out. If he didn't come out, God didn't accept the sacrifice, and, the, and Israel could be obliterated. So uh, they were very happy when he came out, and Yahweh God had accepted the sacrifice. And remember that Yahweh's presence, the, you know, the glory, Shekinah light, had had uh, you know descended upon, you know, right between the cherubim where the blood was spilt and poured out of the sacrificial lamb, all prefiguring Christ, of course, ultimate sacrifice. But you know, in the holy of holies is where the where the the, the Shekinah, the the presence of Yahweh God came into. It didn't go into the holy place, and it didn't go to the outer court. And the outer court is parallel to the physical body, and the holy place is parallel to the soul. So, you know, the Holy Spirit, likewise, under the new covenant, goes into the human spirit, and that's where he stays and resides in terms of his presence and holiness and power. And uh, uh, the demons, however, of course, uh, in parallel, are in the you know, outer court and the holy place. Any, you know, Levites could get in there, uh, Aaron's tribe, and and not you know, the high priest, of course, would have to walk through there to get into the holy of holies. But my point is that the counterparts in the Old Testament is the body, soul, and spirit of the New Testament, and we are we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. No, you know, Amen. your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, because within the body is the is the uh, is the human spirit, and that's where the Holy Spirit resides. Amen. And we've got our. Uh, it's a good way to understand. Understand. Excuse me, brother. I'm sorry. It's a good way to understand uh, in parallel the Old Testament counterpart and why the New Testament is New Covenant is so much better, as Hebrews says, better than, better than, better than, uh, because we got the, actually the Holy Spirit inside of us. Praise God. We've got a caller, and if you need uh, prayer tonight, you'd like to talk to Pastor John. The number to dial is nine one seven eight eight nine two seven four five. Let's go to our next caller. Uh, caller, you're on the air with Pastor John Gogan. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? Uh, doing awesome. How can we help you tonight? Oh, hi, Pastor John. Um, well, um, I hope you can help me. I've suffered from depression half of my life, and I was on before, and I know you know the story, Shannon. I was involved with the occult, um, doing automatic writing, and I did it for years. And I was also involved with fortune telling and going to fortune tellers and all of that and um, all of the new age, Reiki. And um, I did have a deliverance one night on your show. And I was just hoping maybe you could pray for me tonight for depression. And I, I have a thing called atrial fibrillation in my heart. I just was de- recently um, diagnosed with that too. So, Well, praise God. Yes, we would, we would love uh, to pray with you now. Um, so the issue tonight is depression, and then you're looking for healing from the Lord for the heart. And, uh, folks, uh, Pastor John and I are going to pray right now. And if you're a believer, 
uh, we're asking that you would uh, be in agreement with us because we're two or more gathered together. Jesus is in the midst, and uh, there's power in agreement. Uh, so um, would you like to give us your first name or your initials? Uh, we, well, we my will name's protect- Patty. Okay, Patty. Okay, it's Patty, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, Pastor John, do you want to lead off in prayer uh, tonight for Patty? Yes, I would love to. And, uh, Patty, thank you so much for calling. Uh, I really uh, am, am uh, impressed with your boldness and your humility, you know, to be able to, you know, call uh, and uh, just let us know, you know, what... Uh, What's uh, what's troubling you, and uh, and I should say who's troubling you, um, and remember that you know obviously these these very uh, you know serious occult doors that you open, you just need to yeah. repent of them, and I'm sure you have, and you know uh, obviously repentance. I like this definition, uh, you know, sorry for your sin and sorry enough not to do it again, and. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm assuming you've done that and closed those doors. Uh, do you have a copy of Pastor Worley's booklet, uh, The Warfare Prayers? Um, but, you know, no, but um, Lynn um, Dickey, she sent me um, something on the Internet about okay. him, and I do listen to it. Yeah. Not uh, a lot. I would just but... say, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. I would encourage, there's a, there's a Warfare Prayer booklet that we could oh. send you. If you uh, just uh, emailed your your email address, uh, excuse me, your mailing address by way of email, and you could, uh, do you have a computer, Patty? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, you know, pjservant at aol dot com is my, or you can go to our website agapebible.org dot org and and get me. But we could uh, send you that booklet, and that way you could go through uh, the complete recall, occult renunciation prayer. And uh, you know, I would even pray that daily for you know, like six weeks or maybe a, you know a couple of months. And because uh, every time you pray that prayer, um, it's not like a salvation prayer. You only do that once. Mean it from your heart. You're saved. You're born again. It's like you only need to be born once. Uh, you don't go back to the hospital and try to be birthed again. Uh, it, it's just right. once. So, uh, but it's important well, to well, renounce. Going... Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's important to renounce these. Um, these things, and every time you renounce them, it just increases that that hatred uh, for these areas, for these very uh, deep occultic practices that you in, involved in. But the good news, uh, sister, is that they, you know, that Jesus is the answer, and that He uh, is more than able and more than willing to uh, free you from these things. And uh, and I don't mean to scare you, but you know, there could be hundreds just in these areas, and. Uh, the reality I know though, that I had so many that came out. It was unbelievable. Praise the Lord. I, praise the Lord. You know, and if it wasn't for Jesus, when I was in the hospital, I actually went in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, here I go. And um, if it wasn't for Jesus, I'll tell you, I think I would have been dead. I, yep. I know it. Amen. You know? Amen. So we Amen. praise the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. Well, Betty, let's, uh, let's, let's pray. Uh, Brother Bruce? has been... Um, she gave her heart to Christ, and she's been getting deliverance, and uh, she's been set free of a lot of things, and she's doing some house cleaning now. Uh, would you like to lead in prayer, Pastor John, for this uh, spirit of depression that continues to attack her? And then uh, yeah, we'll also pray for her heart. Yeah, and you know what, Patty, what we're going to do is uh, uh, shortly is, is uh, I'll, I'll include that in, in another mass deliverance uh, prayer opportunity, and we can... Uh, 
we can attack that stuff. So if you can, sister, I just encourage you to stay up a little bit longer, and we'll attack some of the stuff. Oh, Again, yes, how de- I will. How, how, I'm sorry, how do demons leave? Uh, yawns, burps, pockets of air coming up, uh, incessant oh. yawning. It is yawn and yawn and yawn. And then, uh, of course, um, retching and vomiting, and they come up in, in mucus. Uh, cancer spirits will, will cocoon themselves in mucus. Um, Catholic spirits, same thing. Uh, so uh, don't give up hope. Uh, you know, uh, fixing our gaze on Jesus, and uh, yeah. and he is more than able, and, and keep up the good work. I always tell people every demon out is one less in, so keep on fighting them. Yes, yes. Thank Amen you. to that. Uh, Patty, you. we're going we're gonna to stand in agreement right now and Amen. pray with you. And Maybe I'll start it off here, Pastor John. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today. You said that where two or more are gathered together, agreeing on anything, it shall be done, and you are in the midst. You gave us the authority, Lord Jesus, to, to whatever we bind on earth, we bound in heaven, loosed on earth to be loosed in heaven. Right now, Pastor John and Patty are in our agreement. Also, the listeners out there are praying with us in agreement right now. So, Patty, right now, I'm not speaking to you. I'm talking to the strong man. And you, I bind the strong man right now. I bind the doorkeeper. I bind all spirits of depression, and I command you to loose her right now and go into a cage right now. We bind all spirits of oppression, all spirits attacking your mind right now. Again, all depression, loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will give you your foul spirits. I pour the blood of Jesus to you right now. I pour the blood of Jesus down your throat right now. Father God, loose your warrior angels down right now around Patty to assist us in this, Father God, in Jesus' name. Angels of God, attack formation. Angels of God, go in in the name of Jesus and cut these roots of depression out right now. Pull them out, angels of God, right now, in Jesus' name. Come out right now, you foul spirits. Loose Patty right now. She is a child of God. The Lord rebuke you. You must submit and bow your knee to Jesus Christ right now and his authority. We come from our position in the highest of the heavens, seated with Jesus Christ, and whatever... We bind on earth, we bind on heaven, so we bind you, you foul spirit of depression. Loose Patty right now. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. Defy the blood of Jesus to Patty right now. Come out in Jesus' name. All foul spirits. Loose Patty right now. In Jesus' name. That's right. We bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus tightly in chains and fetters of iron and barbed wire freshly dipped in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Loose her right now, all the way out, all the depression, all the depression, hopelessness, come on out, all the spirits that drive and torment her. Come on. We find these Reiki spirits. Come on, all the Reiki, all these demons that, that came into her through automatic handwriting, handwriting analysis, we find you. you cannot harm her. The child of the king and his royal blood now flows through her veins. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. And we command you to loose her right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Right now, I bind the spirit of infirmity. And, Patty, right now, I bind anything that's attacking your heart. Whatever that disease was that the doctor said, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Loose her right now. All spirits of infirmity, you must go in Jesus' name. Come out right now in Jesus' name and go into the cage. Right now, Patty, I say be healed in Jesus Christ's name. Command your body to conform to the word of God. It says that through his stripes we are healed. 
We apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. Be healed right now in Jesus' name. All spirits of infirmity, loose her right now. We cut your roots. Come out of her in Jesus' name. I'm asking, Father God, that you would fill any voids in Patty right now with the Holy Spirit. Fill her to overflowing, Father God. I ask that you unloose warrior angels sufficient for her protection right now. When loosen the patty, ministering spirits of wisdom and knowledge in accordance with Ephesians 1.17. I put a wall of fire around Patty right now for protection in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Patty. Cut those roots, cut those roots of anxiety and fear, too. Yes. Break all these curses of generational fear, generational anxiety. Ask forgiveness. Faith is not fear. When faith comes in, fear has to walk out. When fear walks in, faith has to walk out. Yes. yes. Find these spirits in Jesus Christ's name. We forbid you to torment her anymore. Scripture says, perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. So we bind these tormenting spirits and we loose myriads of perfect love angels, perfect love spirits, ministering spirits, Hebrews 1.14, to go into her right now, to minister to her. And to, to push out Thank you, Jesus. battle with these anxieties and fears in Jesus' name. And Patty, you know, any uh, any witchcraft attacks that have been sent against you, any demon spirits that have been sent to torment you, any hexes, vexes, curses, and spells that have been sent against you by any members of Coven, we bind it away from you and command it to go back to where it came from sevenfold in Jesus Christ's name. That's right. We cancel them in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Patty. Uh, if, Patty, oh, if you will write you. Pastor John at pjservant at aol.com, Get in touch with him. We're going to send you some material. Could you put the, the up on the chat? PC? Yes, in fact, it's in the notes now. Uh, contact Pastor John or myself, and we'll get some of this material into your hands, sister. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor John. I God bless you. It. God bless you. God bless you. both of you. Love you in the Lord. Thank Bye. you. Love you. Bye-bye. Amen. Folks, the, uh, this is a live program with Pastor John Gogan from Agape Bible Fellowship. The number to call in tonight is 917-889-2745 if you need prayer. Uh, if you'd like to ask Pastor John a question, you'd like to share a testimony. Um, I'm praising God, Pastor John. That's an example of what uh, we've been seeing happen. There's uh, people God is touching. He is setting free of demonic spirits. And uh, we've had people that have been uh, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, we've had people that have called in and said um, they've received miracle healing. You know, uh, folks, we're just vessels out here. You know, we're just servants, Pastor John and I, and other deliverance ministries. Uh, and it's Jesus Christ that does the healing through the power of his shed blood on Calvary. And, um, you know, we're just praising God that uh, there is a forum to connect with you tonight. And I, I just see the chat room just filled up right now. We've got 29 people in the chat room. I see about 35 um just live listeners that I can see, Pastor John. We have no idea how many are actually tuning in. We have several hundred each each night, and literally we have thousands of downloads from the broadcast. I have people that have called in to say they have heard um, one of the programs that you have done with the Mass Deliverance, and literally there's such an anointing on it that they were manifesting. 
uh, even on their mail route. Got set free. <laughs> Just listened to it on MP3, so praise God. And folks, Amen. I mean, it's true. The anointing of God um, has no limitations. Um, there is no distance when it comes to deliverance. Um, and, you know, hey, we're in a new age of uh, the Internet, cell phones. Uh, I talked to one brother. He says, I do more deliverances over the cell phone than I do in person. He says, I get people mm-hmm. calling in from all over the world. You know, what am I to do, turn them away? So, you know, there is no limitations. Um, Pastor John, uh, give out your contact information again, and then I'm going to give you the microphone, and if uh, you would honor us uh, with doing a live mass deliverance over the air, that would be awesome. Uh, amen. And, and, you know, I wanted to make one comment uh, just, uh, uh, you know, related to what, what you just had said. You know, again, you know, you and I, you know, two beggars telling other beggars where to find bread. I'm a peon, brother. And uh, just and, and brother, this is the children's bread. You know, this yes. is exactly what what you know what churches are missing. You know, so many. You know, Pastor Willie used to say the Baptists uh, think they know it all, and the Charismatics think they have it all. But if you're just hooked into salvation, you don't have it all. If you're just hooked into salvation and healing, you don't have it all. Only those who are truly full gospel, salvation, healing, and deliverance. And brother, it's nothing special. You know, I, I hate. I hate it when they go into a church and I hear some people talking about well, there's a deliverance team, or there's a deliverance uh, pastor, and you got to schedule a time with him, and he may get to you in a month. Uh, it's it's poppycock. It's total nonsense. Jesus said, Jesus said what, brother? These signs will follow. And notice the signs are to follow us. We're not to follow after the signs. Yes will follow those who believe. So every believer can do it. Every believer has the authority. Every believer has that anointing if they will just plug their faith, their confident trust, into God's Word, take Him at His Word, Amen. and just begin to do what Jesus did. You know, I, brother, here at the conferences, and then I'll pray, we'll, uh, we'll go into a live mass deliverance, group deliverance. You know, here at the conferences, I challenge people, I just did it a week and a half ago at our fall conference on spiritual warfare and deliverance, and I just asked the people, by raise of hand, how many, how many uh, at your church last Sunday cast any demons out of anybody? Even if you don't believe a Christian can have a demon, it's only non-Christians. How many demons were cast out of any non-Christians who happened to be at the church and you know looking how to get saved and look and just uh, curious as you know not one hand went up. Okay, what about the Sunday before that? Not one hand went up. What about the third Sunday before, not one hand went up. What about last month? Not one hand went up. What about two months ago? Not one hand went up. What about any time this year, in 2010? Not one hand went up. How about the last and couple hundred years, Pastor John? Well, but brother, that's the, that's the, 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 the tragedy, because Patty, you know, she may be going to one of these, you know, charismatic loony churches, and I'm telling you, you know, they're doing everything but, and as Pastor Worley, you know, as you played the clip of wind. Uh, earlier, you know, if you want to go see demons, just go to church. They're all over the place, these religious spirits. And the tragedy is that, you know, this is how you end up, and there by the grace of God go you and I, you know, this is Bishop Eddie Long. You know, oh, yeah. you know three three young men now are accusing him of, of sexual uh, uh, contact. You know, how, these guys get so full of themselves and full of pride and full of demons, and they just, you know... Teaching whatever gospel they're teaching, I hope it's the, the true gospel, at least salvation. And brother, they're 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 never getting any deliverance. It's just a matter. They're just ticking time bombs. 
Brother Bevin, and a lot of these churches Bevin, Swag, are Jimmy Swaggart and all these guys. It's it's sad. And I'm not saying it's a guarantee. There are people who've been in deliverance who have fallen away in immorality. But the, the you know the probability is tremendously decreased if you're living an obedient, surrendered, holy life, and you are uh, actively you know coming against uh, spirits of lust, fantasy lust, filthy dreams, uh, uh, orgy spirits, succubus, succubus, incubus, and all these other demons that, that are tied into you know sexual mind control is another strong man spirit uh, where you know you just can't get your mind off sex. And as soon as you know a person bends over, you got to look, and you got to try to find things, and you got to, you know, it just, it just controls you. And 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 brother, there's a lot of people out there who are who are hounded by this stuff, and, and they go to church, and they, they they walk in church just as bound as they walk out. Some even get more demons in church. Brother, if and you could actually practice. see in the spirit, uh, you would look in most church pews, and there would be a person with a demon on both sides, plus one probably right in their back. You know, uh, if you saw that movie, Them, where they, it was a sci-fi movie, they put on these glasses, and they saw people for what they really were, and they were walking around with demons. I mean, folks, this is true. Our, the churches are cesspools for demons. They're demon-infested. Uh, demons have been able to roost in God's people nest for hundreds of years. Um, and, you know, Brother John, the people that need deliverance the most, the Christian church, Many of them are so bound, uh, they don't even believe that they can have a demon inside. So what do you do in that case? I mean, you know, the very people that need deliverance and have the right to it, the children's bread, will fight you tooth and nail to say, hey, I can't have a demon, so they continue to be bound. And I want to say something here. Um, there is only one name written under heaven by which man might be saved, and that's Jesus Christ. Deliverance is the Amen. children's bread, and the Bible is for today. So we need to uh, get into the Word of God. Apply the blood of Jesus to us every day, develop a prayer relationship with Christ, and uh, start closing these demonic gateways. Before you do the mass deliverance, Pastor, there's a, a question in the chat room. It says, okay, you cast a demon out of a person, but uh, what are you going to do uh, to prevent that demon from coming back? Should there be some education process in, uh, as part of the deliverance so that a person just doesn't uh, get set free and then get reinfected? How can a person stay free of a, a demonic spirit uh, once they get set set free of it? How can they stay free? Yeah, again, brother, this is why um, it's so important to have this. You know, the, the, some of the basic beginners, uh, we'll call it Deliverance 101 uh, material, because uh, this this kind of information is imparted and is uh, is given and shared uh, by these authors who. Uh, you know, our experience, they know what they're talking about. And, uh, you know, it's so important for the person who knows what they're, excuse me, who, who is communicating to also be on the receiving end of what they're talking about. You know, otherwise you're a hypocrite. You're telling other people to do things that you're not doing. Yes. And, uh, you know, do you know that I have been receiving deliverance ever since I was, uh, you know, prayed for uh, out at Pastor Worley's church uh, when I first began? And uh, that was back in '91, and uh, and I still haven't hit the bottom of the well. And I'm talking getting prayer twice a week, three times a week, uh, Amen. four times a week, and that has been for month after month after month. And we're talking, you know, uh, I'm in my 20th year now. So uh, you know, these people who 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 have other ideas and think that well, in a couple weekends, you know, I'm all free, uh, they're just you know, it's just blowing smoke. You're just wasting your time because. These spirits are, 
pervasive and they are plentiful and uh it's so important to uh to walk a holy walk after you get some freedom and i i give friends out of my own life you know i i i, I um you know, battled, have battled anger over the years and, uh, you know, have probably gotten maybe two, three, four hundred spirits of anger kicked out of me. And, um, and I praise the Lord Jesus for that. And, but, you know, in the very beginning, I'd get, you know, some real freedom from anger. Let's say, you know, five or ten or seven or eight or twelve, whatever number would leave. And then by Monday, man, after Sunday, I was on cloud nine. By Tuesday, I'm back angry again. And the Lord was just letting me know that, son, there's more there. There's more there. There's hundreds in this kingdom because your generational lives have been run by anger. You've been angry, uh, you know, at times. And, of course, you know, uh, demons always run together. So wherever you find anger, you're going to find rage. Wherever you find rage, usually there's alcoholism called alcoholic rage. Uh, yes. Strong drink is raging, Scripture says. So uh, where's the rage come in? And all I know is uh, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not saying I don't ever get angry, but when I get angry, it simmers down relatively quick. Uh, and uh, how do you keep free? You you just you live like Jesus. You you walk a holy life, and you know from your heart, not that you're sinless. Yes. First uh, John two one and two is clear that we'll never be sinless, but we should be sinning less and less every day the closer we get to heaven. So. Uh, you keep them out by uh, number one for when you're closing in prayer. We have a kind of a uh, beginning and ending deliverance prayer, and we'll be glad to give you a free copy, send you a free copy if you'd like one, so you can pray with others, pray with yourself, and you 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 um, basically uh, bind these spirits up and and box them up, so uh, it's harder for them to to continue working in your life. Obviously, you got the sin nature too. You can keep on crucifying that. And uh, and 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 living to please uh, please the Lord, uh, and letting the Holy Spirit you know take charge of your life. I mean, all these things. It's not A, B, C, or D. It's E, all of the above. And as you uh, box these spirits up, you know they're frustrated. They can't work. Uh, they want to leave instead of staying behind because you're no fun anymore to work in. I remember one demon Pastor Worley was was dealing with. Um, it was a strong Jezebel spirit. And uh, and a spirit of whoredoms too, because uh, the demon said that you know they used to get the the gal to dress up like a whore, you know, wow. pack the makeup on and wear tight clothes and showing the cleavage and so forth. And uh, you know she's no fun anymore. She keeps binding us. All she's doing is binding us, and she's you know she 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 wants to please the Lord. We hate it, you know that kind of thing. We used to we used to it was so much fun. We used to just you know run her. And and uh, you know, I've always said that to a certain degree, you know, people, we all walk, talk, and dress our demons. And until we they leave, and until we uh, finally deal with them, a death blow, so to speak, by kicking them out in Jesus' mighty name, uh, we, you know, we're not, we don't dress them anymore. So we dress modestly, and and we you know, so we don't invite more in, and we don't invite the ones who left back. So basically, living a holy life and living a life that's close to Jesus. Uh, is 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 the key to uh, them not returning. Amen. And uh, you know, folks, I believe like David prayed. You know, he said, "God, search my heart. You know, take a spotlight and you know, reveal to me any areas of sin maybe I haven't caught." And so, you know, we have to ask God to show us our error, uh, take the blinders off of our eyes. You know, ask God not to let us be deceived. And as uh, God reveals to us areas that are gateways for demonic attack, okay, you deal with them one at a time. You repent. You command any demons that came in to that gateway to leave in Jesus' name. 
And uh, you stay in the Word every day. You start taking every uh, thought into captivity. You start renewing your mind with the Word, washing your mind, reading the Word of God, and um, you know, binding these thoughts as they come into your mind. If something comes in your your mind, you say, "Where does that come from?" You say, "I bind it in Jesus' name." You know, plead the blood of Jesus, and just keep you know covering yourself with the blood of Jesus, and then get a hold of deliverance material. Uh, get a hold of uh, Pastor John Gogan. He can uh, help you select um, some material to get started. And uh, if you cannot afford something, uh, write and let me know, and we'll sponsor you. So um, without further ado, uh, I'm going to turn the microphone over to Pastor John. Now, Pastor John, so just so you know how much time we've got, we've got about 45 minutes. You can take your time. And um, I'm going to give you the mic now. We have a lot of people uh, anxious for some deliverance. I see the chat room just jam-packed tonight. So, brother, the microphone is yours. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Again, um uh, th- thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, you know what a privilege, what an opportunity to serve heaven, and uh, and and we're doing it. Uh, you know, so many of the people we're not we don't have the privilege of meeting face to face, but you know if the devil can use uh, with internet porn and 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 all kinds of uh, occult activity and witchcraft and and uh, you know and, and of course you know spewing hatred and. All kinds of things over the internet. You know, why can't we use it for God's glory, and why can't we use it to get people free instead of uh, put under more bondage, which is what sin does. And by the way, if you're feeling overwhelmed, one of the we notice one of the tactics of the enemy is to get you to the point where it's like, oh man, there are just demons everywhere, and and you know it's never going to stop, and we're just going to have to continue this, you know, coughing and retching, and this is ridiculous, and I don't believe this stuff. Listen, don't fall for the, the for the for the con job. They're just giving you a con job. Uh it's a spirit called easily overwhelmed. You probably you probably get easily overwhelmed in, in other areas as well. Uh, bind those thoughts up. Bind uh you know uh, fall out of agreement, uh, your mental agreement with those kind of thoughts. Because uh you know when you entered the Christian life, uh you gave your life to Jesus and you signed a blank contract and dated it the day you were born again. Reborn spiritually, Ganes Osen in the original, and it uh, means born from above, born from heaven. And, um, the, uh, the, and, and basically the Holy Spirit is filling in the contract day by day. So you, you, and people say you never sign a blank contract. Well, you can trust Jesus, and you can trust the Father, and you can trust God the Holy Spirit, because um, they will fill in that contract. And that the, the life that you live... As Paul says, is no longer yours, but Christ living in and through you. Yes, and that's the only kind of life to live. He says, you know, if you want to live, you have to die. You got to die to yourself, and you got to just let the Holy Spirit, you know, call the shots from that moment on. Amen. And if you haven't been doing that, if you've been slipping in sin, and if you've been, you know, uh, sleeping around, and you've been smoking, you know, weed or or, or drinking, uh, even occasionally, um, you got to repent of it. And uh, no demon I've ever seen. Uh, has ever left until there's sincere repentance. In fact, nothing budges, nothing happens until there's sincere repentance. And remember what I said earlier about repentance. Repentance is feeling sorry for your sin, but feeling sorry enough to not do it again. You see, what happens if I you know, fall into it again? Well, you don't do it intentionally, and you don't set yourself up for a fall. You know, it's the difference between falling down and you know, uh, just on a, on a corner of a curb, and and uh, and getting back up and kind of washing yourself off with a hose, as opposed to you know 
uh, falling down intentionally and just swimming around uh, with the pigs, or you know, with the pigs in the mud, so to speak, and staying down. Uh, you know, one is you're, you're, you you enjoy the sin, and the other is you you don't like the sin, and your heart is is really to please the Lord. So Amen. what we're going to do is we're going to go through a couple of renunciation prayers. The most important one, of course, is bitterness, unforgiveness. Uh, and as I just said earlier, a few moments ago, that you will not get any. I will never get one more demon out until I repent sincerely before the Lord in those areas or that specific area of my life that I'm, I'm seeking freedom in. And, uh, you know... Don't be like the, 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 the guy who had a problem with overeating, and he loved donuts. And he prayed, you know, Lord, if you, if, 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 uh, I know I shouldn't, be, shouldn't even be asking you this, but I'm just letting you know that, that uh, you know, if, if you don't want me to have a donut, uh, then I'm going to go past the donut shop, but uh, have no parking spaces open. And, uh, you know, someone was talking to him the next day, and sure enough, they saw his car parked at the donut shop. And he said, well, I prayed about it, and... Uh, you know, on the seventh time around, the parking space opened. Obviously, he wanted the donut. Why would he be traveling past the place and going seven times around and finally finding a parking space? Because he wanted the sin. He wanted. He was feeding gluttony and addicted to food and addicted to, to donuts and, and some of these addiction spirits. He was feeding it. He wasn't serious. And you have to be serious with your sin. And the moment you are, the Lord Jesus is waiting there to reach down and pull these ugly things out of us. But the other thing is, is you have to forgive others. Remember some of the scariest verses, in the, one of the scariest verses in the Bible is Matthew 18, 34, 35. Jesus says that God the Father, my Father, will turn you over to the tormentors, uh -oh. those are demon spirits, until you forgive from your heart your brother or sister. And that's why it's so important to forgive. You say, well, I can't. No, it's not a question of can't. It's a question of you won't. You can, but you will not. You choose not to. And uh, the best way I can understand forgiveness is think of the, uh, the, the hundreds of thousands of sins that you've committed and your family lines have committed if, you're, if, for instance, you're confessing the sins of the fathers at any given moment in a certain area. And, uh, you know, how many sins have been forgiven by God? And then you can't forgive someone for maybe three or four sins that they've committed against you. Maybe ten sins when you've been forgiven for, you know, a trillion dollars worth of debt. You can't even imagine what that number is. But someone comes up and they owe you, you know, a thousand and you can't forgive them. Uh, God is offended with that because he shows us grace. He expects us to show the same grace and forgiveness to, and mercy toward others. So uh, just encourage you to go through this prayer with me. Agree with me in, in faith believing. And as an act of your will, forgive those who have uh, hurt, who've offended you, who have spoken against you, who have done you dirty, or whatever, whoever, whatever it is, just understand that you have to forgive as by an act of your will. You say, well, I've done that before and nothing happened. Well, because either you didn't mean it from your heart... You said it with your mouth, but you didn't really mean it. Because sometimes you got to call the person up and tell them you forgive them. Ooh, that's kind of hard. Well, if the Holy Spirit tells you to do that, then you do it. You say, what if they're Amen. dead? Well, obviously you can't give them a phone call to the grave, so you just have to will to forgive them. 
And then uh, as you do that, and then as you get deliverance from those spirits of bitterness, unforgiveness, retaliation, revenge, uh, cold shoulder, coldness, hard-heartedness. Remember I talked about at the very beginning of the program, spirit of hardness of heart? Yeah, you harden your heart toward the person. You don't like them anymore. Well, until you get deliverance from those spirits, uh, you're not going to feel anything. So the feeling comes later after the freedom. And uh, don't confuse the two. So uh, please, just bow your heads, meet it from your heart, and, uh, and say this uh, prayer with me. Uh, Father in heaven, sometimes I have not loved, but have resented certain people who have hurt and disappointed me. I've held unforgiveness in my heart for them. I call upon you, Lord, to help me forgive them. As an act of my will, I do now forgive the following people. And I ask you to bless them if they're still living. And I just ask God the Holy Spirit right now to bring those faces, to bring those names to the minds of the listeners. In Jesus' name. Let's finish it. I do now forgive and accept myself. for all my many faults and failures. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Now remember, forgiveness, as Derek Prince says, is an act of the will. It's not an emotion. The emotion will follow and you know after deliverance and healing, you know when you've forgiven them because when their name's brought up, there's not that grinding inside of you. There's not that, nah, I don't want to talk about them. Oh, I hate them. So that's when you know that you've truly forgiven them and then have gotten the freedom from retaliation. And let me give you an incentive, too. We have discovered... Uh, Cancer spirits, as well as uh, arthritic and crippling spirits, come in with bitterness and unforgiveness. So that ought to give you some incentive to uh, to always be a quick forgiver, to not hold grudges, and especially to to uh, probably daily forgive yourself and others that who hurt and disappoint you. Now, we haven't even got into the sexual area. We'll, we'll pray in a few moments uh, some, you know, regarding some of these uh, sex areas, whoredoms, iniquities. But, uh, you know, the medical community talks about whoever you had sexual intimacy with, uh, other than your spouse, of course, uh, uh, if you've been monogamous and married as virgins, uh, whoever you've had sex with, you've had sex with everyone who your, that partner has had sex with. 
And that's the reality of like 28 now, uh, now 28 sexually transmitted diseases. And of course, the diseases are only the outside, you know, symptoms of the true spiritual root, you know, which is the demons that come in to keep these viruses going and and to keep these uh, keep the bacteria alive and 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 uh, to engineer the immune system from being able to shut them down and so forth. So, uh, you know. It's so important to deal uh, with these areas in your life. You know, there's one thing that you know uh, God says in his word, it's the will of God, that Paul says in First Thessalonians that you need, that, that is, it is the will of God to abstain from all forms of sexual immorality. It's the will of God. So you know that the will of God is to stay pure in the sexual area. And if you have a problem, by the way, that's... Um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. For this is the will of God, your sanctification that's being set apart from the world, not being like the world. That is, you abstain from uh, the Greek word is porneia, a fornication or sexual immorality. Fornication is premarital sex. Adultery is extramarital sex. So it's so important for these are- in these areas. God expects us to possess our vessels and our bodies in a holy way and uh, since we are united with Christ, that we don't unite with with anybody again, but uh, our, the spouse, the spouse that God has given us. So uh, we'll hit some of that area, but it, it is very important that uh, if you want to, uh, you know, get rid of some of these things, you know, what, uh, that's you got to break the ungodly soul ties with with anyone you've had sexual relations with, because uh, it's one of the reasons, and also, also break ungodly soul ties with. Music uh, that uh, maybe was playing in the background, or that you dated that person who was no good for you, who didn't draw you closer to Jesus, but pulled you further away from your walk with the Lord. That's why when you're in a restaurant, you hear a song that reminds you of that person. Uh, the, the, the ungodly soul tie is still there. It's got to be uh, severed, cut, broken. In Jesus' mighty name, and uh, and then also we have found that again. Uh, some spirits from you went into that person, and and a, a part of their soul, rather, your soul went into that person, and uh, as well as the spirits that transferred, plus part of their soul went into you. So you have to, again, uh, there's a great uh, restore a fragment of soul prayer in Pastor Worley's warfare prayers that uh, daily you can pray to get your soul uh, that's fragmented uh, restored to its rightful place in you. And uh, we can send angels to go and uh, get your soul, parts of your soul out of them, parts of their soul out of you. That's why in the 23rd Psalm, David says, he restores my soul. Because we need our souls brought back into the rightful position uh, and, and, and created position. Uh, so they're not fragmented, and they're not in pieces, and they're not, uh, you know, all around in, you know, 30, 40, 50 different people parts of our souls. We don't understand it all. All we know is that we've seen this happen within people. So, uh, again, sexual morality. Uh, and other, you know, we talked about finding demons in churches. Another area that you have to be careful is, you know, don't go into a church and let suddenly, you know, just someone walk up to you and start praying for you and lay hands on you. Scripture says lay hands suddenly on no one uh, lest they fall under the condemnation of the devil if it's a new believer. Basically, they get proud, and, and the devil pulls the rung out from under them with pride. And uh, you have to be very careful about, uh, you know, uh, uh, having anyone lay hands on you. 
and and always be binding and blocking demonic transference. If someone comes up you up from behind and suddenly just puts their hands on your head and starts praying for you, you don't know what is going on there. You don't even know them. And um, so again, uh, you got to be cautious and careful, not paranoid, but you got to be cautious and careful in these areas when it comes to uh, the churches that are that are out there and some of the people. You know, the, the witches uh, have said that they. You know, they infiltrate churches. Why? In order to uh, negatively impact genuine believers whom God is using. And, again, you don't want to be paranoid, but you want to be uh, biblically cautious and, of course, careful. So, um, again, it is so important to, to hit these areas. And uh, let's, uh, let's cover some of the uh, psychic heredity and bondage. And, uh, again, I'm just going to give you bite-sized pieces. We don't have time to go through everything. Uh, but uh, we'll at least uh, clear some of the underbrush, as we like to say, and uh, hit some of these areas. Um, let's contact with the occult. Uh, you know, this is one of the areas that Patty, one of our earlier callers, was dealing with. So let's, uh, and hopefully, uh, Patty, if you're still listening, praise the Lord. Uh, praise God for you. Let's uh, confess uh, some of this stuff. So just bow your heads and agree with me in faith. Father in heaven, I confess to you now that in my past, through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness, I have come into contact with certain occult things. I now recognize it as sin and confess it to you as sin. And I claim 1 John 1, 9, in Jesus' mighty name. I specifically do now confess as sin and renounce all contacts which I or my ancestors have had with the following occult things. And just take a few moments and confess, you know, any... Ouija boards, martial arts, um, going to horror movies. Getting into New Age things like Reiki and inner healing and visualization. All, all of them are occult techniques. Hip-hop, rap, pop music, all of these are open doors of the occult. Let's continue. I also renounce and confess as sin any false oaths which I or my ancestors have made to any false gods and any idolatries in which I or my ancestors have been involved. 
Satan, I rebuke you. In Jesus' almighty name, and I am closing any doors which I or my ancestors may have opened to you and your demons. I renounce Satan and every one of his demons, and I declare them to be my enemies. And I want you out of my life completely. In the mighty name of Jesus, I now claim deliverance from any and all evil spirits which may be in me. Once and for all, I close the doors in my life to all occult practices and command all connected and related evil spirits to leave me now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I break any and all curses placed against me by witchcraft. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break any and all curses of rejection from the womb or the curse of the bastard illegitimacy which may be in me or my family lines back to Adam and Eve on all sides of my family lines. In Jesus' mighty name, I now renounce, break, and loose myself from all demonic subjection, from any and all ungodly soul ties, to my mother, father, grandparents, or any other person living or dead who have ever dominated or controlled me in any way contrary to the will of God and word of God. I also repent and ask forgiveness when I have ever dominated or controlled some other person contrary to the will of God and word of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Now you probably didn't feel a thing, but I guarantee the enemy within you is quaking in their boots and they have felt as these legal grounds and legal rights that they have to stay inside of us are removed. Let's confess the sins of the fathers. In accord, just repeat after me, and I'll call some angels down, and we can, you don't have to repeat that one, but 
will continue and I'll just start commanding. In accordance with Leviticus 26, say with me, in accordance with Leviticus 26, I do now confess the sins of the fathers, the sins of my ancestors, all idolatry, witchcraft, occultism, lust, adulteries, pride, hatred, divorce, perversion of all kinds, rebellion, stubbornness, alcoholism, drug addictions, and wicked heart of unbelief. I claim 1 John 1, 9, and I break the curses and lift the curses. Whoredoms and iniquities from me and my descendants. And I command all evil spirits associated with these to leave me and my family and go to wherever Jesus sends you in his mighty name. Amen. All right, I'm going to begin commanding, and let me just give you just a couple more pointers. As you are listening to my command, again, uh, you are still aware, you're still inside of you. Again, two natures, the new nature, born again, and the old nature that came in, into you from your parents at birth, physical birth. And, of course, the demons that are inside of you. And I always say everybody has a different demon mix. But at the same time, we all have similar spirits because we're all human. And we all deal with the same things. But you have to will against them. Don't just sit there and please uh, be passive. I bind passivity in Jesus Christ's name. I bind unbelief in Jesus Christ's name. Will against them. And you're going to find as you're setting your will against them, keeping your mouth open, it's kind of like an ambulance. Don't be talking. Don't command with me. Let me command. You work on willing them out. And if you truly meant these prayers and have truly renounced and slammed the door shut, uh, the you know angelic sheriffs and the Lord Jesus sheriff will go in and he'll do some cleaning for you. But you have to will against them because the Lord always wants to see us wanting what he wants. Deliverance and healing, healing and deliverance. So will against them, and uh, as they come out, they'll come out with yawns, pockets of air, burps, belches, and of course, if you feel like retching, and you feel like you're getting ready to, you know, vomit, throw up, that's okay. Uh, let it happen. In fact, make it happen in the sense of willing against it and fight them. And I'll tell you, you'll feel uh, like Patty felt a lot different afterwards. Praise the Lord. So uh, just agree with me in faith, and I'm going to uh, call some help. More, some more angelic help to right where you are, right where you're listening. Satan, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we put you and all of your legions on notice that we are attacking you from our position in Christ at the right hand of our Heavenly Father in the third heaven. This location and place means that we're high above you, all principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, world rulers, rulers of darkness, kings, princes, and every other angelic rank under your command. In Yeshua's almighty name, Father, we ask you for sufficient legions of the holy angels 
to bind all satanic forces here and in the air overhead, everywhere where anyone is located, Brother Shannon, myself, any, any listener, now and in the future, that they will not be able, no demons can interfere in any way with, with God's people being set free. Amen. We further command in Jesus' mighty name that all free demonic spirits in the homes, in the locations where anyone is, exists, where anyone is now, be securely bound and taken to where Jesus sends you so you cannot interfere. We take authority from our from the third heaven. We are seated in Christ at the right hand of the Father, and we remind every demon you must obey when you're called by name or your function, your family name. We also bind and block all demonic transference in Jesus Christ's name. We command you to immediately look up the third heaven right into the face of the Lord Jesus. He will tell you where to go. And we ask the Holy Spirit for all the necessary gifts, genuine true gifts of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. You're to come out of God's people and go where Jesus sends you. Come on, all the way out. All the, all the occult spirits, come on out. All Ouija board spirits, come on. Sorcery, witchcraft control, water witching. We ask forgiveness for any water witching in the family line. Trying to find water with a stick that bends, that the demon pulls down. We ask forgiveness for this. Break all curses uh, involving it in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, all the way out. All spirits of magic, voodoo, divination. Come on out. Jamaican obia, African juju. Come on, Caribbean witchcraft. All the spirits. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Tarot cards, palm reading, astrology, horoscopes, signs of the zodiac. All spirits of the Grange. And the Illusion Mysteries, we bind you, all, all Masonic spirits. Come on, move, all the way out. All spirits that came in through hypnosis, whenever we were hypnotized, we bind you in Jesus' mighty name. ESP, spiritualism, medium, seance, table tipping, clairvoyance, come on out, levitation, astral projection, all those demons in the dreams that get us flying, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name, and we command you to leave. Come on, demons, move it right now in Jesus' mighty name. All the way out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All the way out. Come on. All spirits of uh, Islam, spirits of Allah, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name, Allah. Come on. Taoism, Confucianism, Hinduism, all Eastern religions, all metaphysics, Baha'i, Scientology, Theosophy, Rosicrucians. Come on, move. All the way out. Black Muslim, come on out. Spirits of the farm and the way, biorhythm, yoga. Come on, Kundalini. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. The Lord Jesus Christ is greater than you are. Now get out right now. All the kundalini spirits coming through yoga, through pilates, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, move all the way out. All spirits, karate, martial arts, jiu-jitsu, kung fu, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All ninja spirits, come on, all the way out and related. Come on, pierced ears, tattoos, charms, acupuncture, we bind you. Hexagram, pentagram. Anka, Italian horn, goat's head, unicorn, come on, all flying horse spirits, black panther spirits, potions, spells, dungeons and dragons, world of warcraft, get out of Jesus Christ's name, all spirits of Harry Potter, all spirits of witchcraft, we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, pyramid power, amulets, talismans, karma, come on, all the John Lennon spirits, instant karma, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the Hindu spirits that came in through uh, listening to the music of George Harrison and the Beatles, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the music spirits, muses, come on, move. Satanism, hex signs, come on. All the way out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind you 
All the occult spirits. Come on. Hopelessness, suicide, death, confusion, depression, torment, mental torment, emotional torment. Come on. All the way out. We break, we break every curse of atheism and agnosticism over our family lines in Jesus' mighty name. All spirits of guilt, shame, and condemnation. Wicked heart of unbelief. Come on out. All the unbelief and doubt, skepticism, pessimism. All spirits of pessimism. The glass is half empty. We bind you. We bind you in Jesus Christ. Name. Melancholy. All the way out. All the depression. All the melancholy. All the spirits that make us look uh, negative on life. Make us only look at the things and focus on the things that are bad and, and, and negative. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. We sever and cut all ungodly soul ties with negative people. Father, strengthen only God's godly soul ties with other genuine believers. People who aren't negative. Come on, all the way out. We bind you. We command you. Uh, we isolate you from pride, from Leviathan, from looking up to him and gaining any power. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of fear, come on out. Fear of giving and receiving love. Fear of death. Fear of the dark. Fear of demons. Fear of Satan. Fear of hell. Come on, all the fear. Fears of insects, snakes. Come on. Fear of spiders. Fear of brown recluse spiders. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of crowds. Fear of drowning. Fear of the water. Fear of close places, claustrophobia, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of heights, all the way out. All the Catholic spirits, fear of purgatory, no such thing. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name, all the way out. No such thing as purgatory. Come on, all the way out. All the alcoholic rage, come on out. Scripture says, uh, strong drink, wine is a mocker. All those mockery spirits come out. Strong drink is raging. All the strong drink and, and alcoholic rage spirits come out. Get out of God's people. You're doing good. Will against them, people. Will against them. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. God the Father loves us. That's why he sent Jesus to come and rescue us. All the way out. Come on, move, move, move. All the way out. Come on. All the spirits, all the spirits that bind us, that torment us, all those walls, spirits of walls, come on out. All the walls around us, walling us in. Unable to receive, unable to give love. Come on out. Come on. Fear of loss of salvation, fear of judgment. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the abuse spirits, child abuse, marital abuse, all spirits of divorce, separation. We break the curse of divorce over our family lines. We ask forgiveness for all divorce in the family lines in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, all, come on, divorce all the way out. Working, working to separate and divorce uh, the spouses. Get out of God's people. All spirits of broken heart, wounded spirit, bruised emotions, deep hurt, unforgiveness, revenge. Vengeance, seething anger, come on out. Computer rage, there's a new one. Computer rage, road rage. Impatience, come on out. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of profanity, blasphemy, filthy conversation, lying, gossip, slander, whining, complaining, self-pity, come on out. All the self-pity. All the self-pity spirits. People should be paying attention more to me. 
People should feel sorry for me. All that tension getting, come on out. Criticism, mockery. It's not about us. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. We're like the moon reflecting the sun's light. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Mockery, foolishness, ridicule, perversity. We separate Ahab and Jezebel. We forbid any more communication between these demons, these nests, in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, we break the curse of Jezebel and Ahab. Back to Adam and Eve and all sides of the family lines. Come on, all the way out. The name of Jesus Christ, we cut, sever, and break all cords, snares, controls, and bondages used by these demons. And Father, we ask you to send angels to break all yokes of bondage to Jezebel and Ahab spirits. Come on. All the Ahab, come on out. All the way. Get out of God's people. We break the curse of automatic failure mechanism in the family lines. Back to Adam and Eve. Break all curses of poverty. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of poverty, come on out. Get out of God's people. Move it right now in Jesus Christ's name. All the religious spirits, we bind you too in Jesus Christ's name. Legalism. Legalism, come on out. Religious bondage, religious slavery, religious murder. Lust and ambition for recognition. Come on out. Lust and ambition for position. Lust and ambition for power and control in religious matters. We bind you, demons. Externalism, hypocrisy, come on. False love, false gifts, false tongues, false discernment. False words of wisdom, false prophecy. Get out of God's people. We want only what truly is of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Come on, all spirits of religious dominance. False laying out of hands. False I heard from the Lord. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. All, all, all phony demons. Come on out. All, the, all those masquerading spirits that act like it's a genuine gift of the Holy Spirit. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits of self-serving. Greed selfishness, covetousness, religious coldness, no compassion. Come on out, God's people. No compassion. The only person I have compassion for is those people I like and myself. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Scripture says do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Come on, robbing, cheating, come on out. Pretense, false oaths, rigid theology, all spirits of blockages, obstructionism, hatred for the truth, come on out. Get out of God's people. Come on, all Christmas spirits can leave too. Christmas, come on out. Come on, Semiramis and Tammuz, come on out. All the mother-child worship, we bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, all the way out. Get out of God's people right now in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, we know you're there, demons. All the mass of Christ spirit, that's what Christmas means, mass of Christ. We want nothing to do with the Catholic Church. Get out of God's people. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All spirits of, of uh, atrial fibrillation, come on out. Heart attack, heart failure, heart disease. All the demons, all the fear that's in the heart, come on out. Scripture says that in the end times, in the tribulation period, men's hearts will be failing for the fear that is in them. All the fear that's rooted in the heart. Heart problems, heart attack, anxiety. Get out of the heart right now in Jesus Christ's name. Scripture says be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your petitions, requests, be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will garrison your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Come on out of God's people. All spirits of hemorrhoids, muscle cramps, muscle spasms. All spirits attacking sciatic. Come on out of Jesus Christ's name. All the sciatic spirits. All the demons that are pinching nerves. Drowning, asphyxiation, choking at night, smothering. All spirits of snoring. 
fainting, suffering, swelling, fits, convulsions, epilepsy. Get out of God's people right now. High blood pressure. Come on out. Low blood pressure. All diabetic spirits. Out of the pancreas. Out of the uh, the uh, extremities. Get out of God's people. Angels go and cut all those metals, wires, hairs, and webs. Cut all the, the uh, tentacles right now that are in the extremities of the body. Come on out and try to destroy them. We bind you. Kidney infection. Gallbladder problems. All spirits in the muscles causing muscular, multiple sclerosis, muscular dystrophy. All spirits attacking the myelin sheath. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Crippling, pneumonia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Come on out. All spirits of psoriasis and skin problems. Get out of God's people right now. Moles, fungus, bone breaker, back breaker, traumatic shock, paralysis, we bind you. All spirits of cataracts in the eyes, glaucoma, astigmatism, blindness, all eye trouble spirits, we bind you. Deafness, hard of hearing, vertigo, dizziness, all demons in the ears. We ask forgiveness whenever we have not wanted to hear the truth. We blocked our, our hearing for the moment. We ask forgiveness for that in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, all the spirits are blocked. Hearing, hard of hearing, deafness. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. Come out of God's people right now. We are God's people. You get out of these men of God. You get out of these women of God. Right now in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. We bind you. Get out of God's people. Brother Shannon, how are we doing? How much time left? You've got exactly three minutes. Let's box them up. Come on, last one up. 30 seconds. Come on, demons, move it right now. You're doing great, people. Just will against them. Keep on willing. Will against them. Will against them. Fight them. Will against them. Come on, demons, 15 seconds. You don't want to face these angels. You hate our angels. 10 seconds. 5 seconds. 3, 2, 1. All right, let's box these things up. Father, right now, we just ask you to have uh, your angels go into us. Put every remaining spirit from the strong man on down to the lowest demon, a rank power and form within us, back in their boxes, or for new listeners, in the boxes that are 600,000 times too small. Seal them with the blood of Jesus Christ, our King, your Son, Father. And uh, right now, we pray that your angels will assign themselves 24-7. Every day, to read scriptures they hate to hear, especially the future torment of hellfire. We pray the Shekinah light of the third heaven, where they were kicked out of, will shine through each enclosure. They love the darkness. They love to be hidden, occult. But give them no darkness. Give them no rest. Torment them a hundred thousand times as they tormented us and our family lines over the years. We also pray that your angels of life, health, healing, restoration will come into us, pour the balm of Gilead, the oil of the Spirit, and the blood of Jesus everywhere, to promote full healing, full shalom in body, in heart, in soul, and around our human spirits where the Holy Spirit and the new nature are. We also pray and ask and petition that you'll cover us, our families, properties, and possessions with the blood of Jesus to protect us from any and all satanic and demonic backlash for daring to come against the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Um, Pastor John, would you give out your contact information again? Yes, sir. Uh, it's real simple, as, uh, as you and I have stated before, agape Bible. Agape is the Greek word for love. It's the highest form of love. The Greeks never used it because they never could attain it. 
but it's God's love for us, unconditional, object-oriented love. And it is uh, Agape Bible, that's pretty simple, .org. Personal address, uh, email is PJ, that stands for Pastor John, by the way. PJ Servant, as in waiter, waitress, servant. PJ Servant at AOL.com. Uh, phone number, 716-655-5008, 655-5008. Brother, it is a pleasure and a privilege to serve heaven with you. Praise God, brother. It is always a pleasure to have you on, and we're going to have you back on again soon. God bless you, and thank you, Brother John, for coming on tonight. Love you in the Lord. Praise Bye-bye. God. You've been listening to Pastor John Gogan of Agape Bible, uh, fellowship, agapebible.org. And uh, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. God bless everyone, and we'll see you on the next program. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at omegamanradio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Radio.